Hello and welcome to On The Esky on this beautiful Saturday afternoon for us boys. Uh, and On The Esky is an Australian podcast where we will go through all the local and then the international sports for the week and all the big stories. Um, a lot of interesting stuff has been happening, especially in the cricket world and then in the AFL world. Uh, so we're going to cover all of that and much, much more today, uh, especially with a little bit of NRL AFL news. There's some interesting boxing news going on after the Australian boxing card on yep. Wednesday night. A uh, little bit of soccer as well, and um, we will see what else comes our way. A little bit of NBA and F1. Yes, yes. Last race as well for the year, so we'll talk about that as well yep. when Pepe needs to go for his wee-wee break. <laughs> I, I'm going to get into the uh, F1 next year. I, it's something that you know, always sort of been there, and yeah. I just haven't invested the time. And you know, it's it's something yeah. else to follow and get excited about. So I need to need to do my homework. Yeah, yeah. Change, of course, a bit of a change up in the lineup for today. Uh, Peppy, of course, is still back with myself, Sean, yo, yo. but no Pappas, and the Jimmy the China Man is back to do our stats and to run all the laptop stuff for us. <laughs> the best in the business. We did miss him last week. No offence to uh, Christopher Pappas. Uh, obviously, some good insights from our uh, lovely Greek stallion, the Pap. Uh, but good to have Jimmy the Chinaman back on board. He was down the south coast. A uh, little romantic getaway, I think, last week. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be done. It does. I'm not going to lie. Put in the the coast was pretty nice last week. So Yes. As yeah. long as it wasn't Northern Beaches. It wasn't Northern Beaches. No Northern so Beaches, yeah. No, no COVID outbreaks for us here. Oh. Um, did listen to the podcast on the way home the next day and then you did all right. It was oh, thank you. It was thank good. you. I like uh, excellent, it. Excellent. <laughs> so I think we'll kick off with uh, the cricket and the Australia's first test against India. Uh, as we mentioned in last week's podcast, that that was started Thursday? Thursday, yep. So Broadcasting Saturday, so day three about to kick off yeah, 45 uh, for minutes, us. Day here. three starts. Pink ball test, uh, the seventh uh, pink ball test uh, going back to 2014-15 season. Australia hasn't lost a pink ball test yet, um, which is a pretty incredible stat. Seven tests, uh, seven wins. Uh, although there's this guy called Coley, and he brings a really nice Indian side uh, to Adelaide, and he's actually uh, they India won the toss. They elected to bat, yep. uh, and I think his record when he wins a toss is twenty nine wins from thirty one uh, tosses won. Uh, so pretty incredible stat line there. Um, India bats first. They make two hundred and fifty. I thought, oh, here we go. They're going to get skittled pretty early with Mitch Stark uh, cleaning up Privacy Shaw's poles in uh, with just the second ball of the game. And then uh, the brick wall, Pujara comes out and makes a very slow 43, 160 balls face. That's the way he bats, uh, sort of an old school test cricketer. Uh, just the last time they came out, he, he actually batted for 31 hours yeah, crazy. Through, through four tests. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I've batted 31 hours in the last five years. <laughs> Probably not even, actually. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he... He's just he's just an absolute rock. He, he faced twelve hundred and fifty eight balls last series, so to, to get him on forty three, uh, pretty pretty good job by the Aussies. Coley comes out, makes seventy four, and was looking really nice. Mm. Uh, was scoring a little bit quicker than Pujara, still a little bit reserved, uh, probably by his standard. And then just the the thing that's brought me the most joy 
out of anything probably in the last few weeks. He gets absolutely barbecued by Rahane. <laughs> Rahane takes off for the quick single. He's hit it straight to mid-off. I think it was... He doesn't really take off. He takes like two steps. He took two steps. He, he says, yes. Yes. Two yes. steps. And then he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and Goalie's just like, oh, you fucked me. Pretty much, oh. yeah. Big time barbecue. It was uh, hit it to Mitch Stark there at mid-off and uh, just... Had to get it into Nathan Lyon's hands. He takes the bails and a massive, massive wicket uh, there for the Aussies because Coley, the way he was batting, looked like he was probably mm. going to go way out, well over a hunt, like go and scored a really big ton. Uh, did, so did, take did, that little bit of luck. Yeah. Did you see that they could have had him? Probably. I think he was under twenty at the time. Where I was going to ask that. Yeah. Mm. He nicked it on his gloves and mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Wade uh, was very keen to do the ch- chase and upstairs, but Tim Payne was like, oh, "I'm not so sure about it." Wade's probably was standing from, say, me to monks away from yeah. Collie, mm-hmm. which is about a metre and a half away, considering <laughs> where he was fielding. Uh, it's very unfortunate because it's strange for the wicketkeeper to not want to review that. Yeah. They generally get a really good view and a really good feel for any deviation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. But where it was, like, where his hands were on the bat, it was just it kind of just grazed the underside of his fingers as the mm-hmm. ball was passing through. And they can be tr- tricky, those ones that just feather the glove, because yeah. unlike the edge, it doesn't make much of a sound. Yeah, well, on uh, Snickle, yeah. I think they showed it barely made a sound, mm. but you could see on Hotspot that it was definitely there. It hit the right, yeah. So there and was, he would have known that. Yeah. Somet- sometimes those real faint edges, you, you really don't know. If something yeah. flicks your gloves, you know. Yeah. You yeah. definitely know. Uh, not saying that he should have walked. I think that umpire, no, umpires no. are there for a reason. You know, I've, I've never been a big fan of uh, people walking. Uh, shout out to guys like Gilly that you know used to do it back in the day. Uh, but my uh, my conscience doesn't burden. <laughs> Sometimes you get fired, and you probably didn't deserve to be out. So yeah, that's my take on uh, walking. Uh, so India makes two fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go oh, Actually Mitchell Stark uh, Starkey was the best Yeah the best of the bowlers here Had 4 for 53 He actually he averages 19 In pink ball cricket uh, Which is un- Unreal We well, see the mountain He moves the ball around Yeah Nine gets, time Yeah like it's, And that was probably something That, that lacked in that first innings there, there wasn't really A whole lot of swing When they got that s- Second new ball uh, On on the evening Late, late of day one yep. It started hooping a little oh, bit yeah. But that first ball, for whatever reason, it just it didn't seem to be swinging too much for the Aussies. Uh, and Cummins also got three for 48. That were the pick of the bowlers. Australia goes in and, oh, my word, it, it looked like it was going to be a real disaster. They ended up making 191, uh, pretty much off the back of a captain's knock from Tim Payne. He finished uh, unbeaten 73. They were like seven for 111, so they were looking like they might only make 130, 140. So 190. Finished 60 runs behind the Indians. Pretty good result considering how it could have been. Well, I think they'd be quite happy with that considering both Payne and um, Labuschagne. Uh, Labuschagne, I think, got 47. Yep, yeah, 47. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's 130, 140 between the two of them. Yeah, 73 plus 47 120. is 120. Yeah. yeah. So 120 of the 100. Mates. Yeah, 120 of the 191. So. Yeah, it's like. Like 60% of the yeah. Aussie runs from but two guys. Labuschagne was dropped on 12, mm-hmm. should have been out. And then Payne, I think, was dropped on 17. Few drop well. catches. Should have been out. Mate. You can imagine where Australia would have been. When the <laughs> Indians <laughs> learn how to field, because yeah. their fielding was pretty woeful in the um, ODI series as well, when they start sticking some catches, oh, my goodness, they're going to be so hard to, to beat in oh. any format. Yep. Uh, what was going on with the Australian uh, batsmen? Was, were guys throwing away their wicket or was it a – 
good bowling performance from the Indians or a bit of both? I thought Wade and um, you look like Burns were – Burns, I think, was the most unstated. Wade looked mm. like he uh, could potentially go on, but he gets, gets done by a really good um, LBW. And then, of course – uh, Burns, which I think is probably what they're concerned with, Burns, mm. trying to play across his legs. Mm-hmm. Of course, hits him on the foot and he gets LBW as mm. well. Just getting that leg stump. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they was, uh, the umpire ruled him out. They review it and it was umpire's yeah. call, just grabbing the leg stump. New rules come in regarding the uh, DRS, so mm. three um, rather than two for both sides. And if it's umpire's call... Mm. They keep bl- it? They keep their review. Yeah. Obviously, the bloke's mm. still out, so Burns has to go there just from it, just grabbing the outside of the leg stump. But they keep their review, so it means there is more. There, there was a shitload of reviews. Yeah. I was trying to think of it. Yeah. it was like everyone's reviewing. Yep. When are yeah. they going to run out? But yeah, yeah. So the, obviously, that rule change, uh, you know, is bringing a few more reviews into the game, and I don't mind that. It does slow it down a little bit. The purists seem to think, you know, they tend to be a little bit anti-technology in terms of the game being slowed down. In a test match, rather than a short, you know, an ODI. I think it's or, fine. Yeah, I like it. You've got five days there, a couple of minutes to make sure the call's right. Um, I don't, I don't mind yeah. it at all. And there were a few howlers yeah. in this as well. Like mm-hmm. I know yeah. Nathan Lyons won. He he had a massive inside edge on. He got given out LBW and went mm-hmm. upstairs. Of course, clearly he wasn't out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think there was one other one that very similar. But if I run through the, the batters, so Steve Smith gets out for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was out there for about thirty balls. Yeah. and didn't really look like to. Um, I, th- I try, think trying to attack the Indians was trying to sort of get his eye in and ended up uh, schnicking off from Ravi Ashwin to first slip. Yeah, so I think that's probably a good ball from Ashwin to get him out. Like that's good bowling. He bowled well. Yeah, uh, Shane to get out next. Uh, well, we didn't get out next, but he he four next so to the bats. Next to the batsman, he, he's he got a you know a good ball that stayed low that hit him in the legs. So mm-hmm. um, kind of surprised him, I think. So I think that's a, a fair wicket. That was from Yadav, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. Uh, yes, and then. Because I think Cummins came in next, and he got um, a shorter ball that then bounced a lot more. So that was probably a good ball that got it out of the out of the um, pitch, and he just he just tails up and goes to the um, guys fielding maybe gully. No, that's no, probably not right. Um, Passes through Gordon around the back there. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the Travis Head dismissal? I think Travis Head threw away his wicket because he just spoon fed it straight back to Ashwin. Yeah, yeah. you could see there was no mid on there. He was trying to just use his feet and. Play it through mid on, unfortunately, yeah, just hit it straight back to Ravi Ashwin. It was yeah. probably one of the more disappointing dismissals out of the recognised bats for me. Yeah, I thought Cameron Green threw his wicket away. He was just trying to smash the ball out of the park and then he just kind of it got up on him a bit more, so he didn't hit it with the meat of the bat. He hit it with the, the top half of the bat and he there, just got there no to be, weight behind There it. to be hit, I think that ball, the execution obviously no good, <sighs> got it high on the bat and Pretty good catch. Yeah, and uh, Coley makes Coley. Real, Yeah, real they just catch. they only dropped the sitters. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coley didn't drop anything, so anything no. that went to him, he gobbled it up. Yeah, he sure did. Um, so then that green got out, Commons off covered, Starkey, how did Starkey get out? Uh, run out. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming um, back for two. And, and who, it was who, from the from the deep and uh, quite quite a good bit of fielding there. Yeah, who ran him out? Was it Tim Payne at that point? Well, he was batting with Tim Payne. I, it was probably, I don't think it was Payne's fault. Stark would have had the call to go back for two. There it was just it seemed to well be a- on the on the coverage. So as soon as Payne hits it, he he's going two 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 two. So mm-hmm. they've already made that decision. Yeah, um, but that's when you've got to 
be aware of looking where the fielder is. And, yeah. yeah. I'd also think Payne probably should be more aware that he's running with Starkey, who's a big lad, big legs. Yeah, he's, and not, say, Smudge or Warner. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, he's not going to get in between the wickets as quick as the others. Yeah. So Mind you. Play it safe, take the and one, probably, probably not the best examples to use, Smudge and Warner, because they probably don't bat with Tim Payne that often, whereas no. he would bat with... Mitchell Stark quite often. often. yes. So, yeah, if, again, very disappointing to see a run out like that in test cricket. That's more like a 45th over through an ODI type yeah. two. Uh, Considering they didn't need to at that point. They no. Just, they no. just need to keep slow, slowly ticking it over. They didn't have to um, push to get to. There's no limit of what they need to do at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then Nathan Lyon, uh, yeah. also a little bit cheaply dismissed. You, yeah, I think, think spoon fed it to Coley. That's that's a cheap one. And then uh, Josh Hazelwood uh, sort of pretty much just gave Pujara some catching practice. Got like a little bit of a shorter ball. Could have left it. Uh, it was very close to his body, and he's just trying to guide it over uh, the slip cordon. Yeah, it's a pretty risky shot to be playing, especially, especially if you're a bowler. Yeah, <laughs> and especially if you're eleven. And yeah, and if you're batting with Tim Payne, who's Who's making a few runs? Seventy three at that point. Yeah, so. yeah. To, to get out like that again, a little bit disappointing. Um, different story if it's Nathan Lyon and Josh Hazelwood out there. You'd probably just try and pilfer as many runs as you can at that stage. Uh, it, it was a little bit, yeah. A, 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 to, to see Payne run out of support at the end there from his bowlers, they obviously they could it could have been a lot worse, but it could have been a lot better if they were able to, to support the captain there. Yeah, I think they could have easily have stuck and maybe another 20 if Hazelwood stays in. Mm-hmm. I reckon they could have made mm-hmm. 200. So. Would, have, would have loved to have seen Tim Payne get his maiden test ton. He's yeah. 36 years old. He's got 750s, high score nine of 92. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 27 more runs when you're batting with the tail is a bit of a... It's a challenge. Yeah. It's, a, it's a challenge, but you do see it sometimes when guys can manipulate the strike and their bowlers do support them. Uh, so he's still chasing that elusive uh, maiden test ton. Mm. Uh, Ravi Ashwin, best of the bowlers with four for 55. And Umesh Yadav uh, into the test team, obviously didn't play in any of the shorter format games. He was pretty good, three for 40. Uh, Boomer as well, two for 52 of his 21 overs. He They could barely get him away in his opening spell. And just with that short run up and that action, just yeah, yeah he was really troubling our openers especially. So to answer your question, I think it was probably half and half. Half of it was definitely India... Good bowling attack to get the get the batsman out, mm-hmm. um, but then the other half maybe threw it away a little bit. Yeah, they could have been could have been better off. But it's interesting because the, where the pitch is playing, you always want to see the second team bat on it and see how they go. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's too much happening in the pitch. There's a little bit of up and down. That's probably mm-hmm. about it at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, yeah, it the spinners aren't. It's not turning huge amounts. No, I mm. think there is just that just that little bit there for the bowlers in terms of the yeah. inconsistencies in, in the bounce. We'll see what it does. Today, day yeah. three, mm-hmm. uh, playing on that with the Australia having to come in. So, well, they bat, they were all out. So they bowled the last seven overs, Something like I think. That. Seven yeah. or eight overs and the ball, last night. The ball was hooping, mm-hmm. and uh, Privacy Shaw gets uh, skittled again for just the yeah. four runs. A bit of a forgettable Test match for him. Yes, yes. And Cummins getting that wicket, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they resume, and we'll be able to chat about yeah. uh, the result on the next episode of on the Esky. Uh, an awesome battle so far. Really enjoyed it. It's pretty different mm. to the first, you know, often the first test in Australia. Back in the day, it always used to be the Brisbane test. Yeah. Uh, you'd see an opposition team come down here and get absolutely trounced. Mm. Uh, and, you know, the Aussies go out and make 500 and it'd be pretty one-sided. Yeah. Love to watch it as an Aussie cricket fan. Uh, but as a world cricket fan, really good to see the, these two teams just going at it. 
and yeah. shapes up to be a really great finish to the test. I think Australia really need to bowl well today if they want to get back into this test because mm-hmm. I think anything over 300 is probably not doable for them. They want to get them in that 2 to 250 range and they already got a 50 run lead. So. Yeah, six, 59 run lead. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think... I'll go less. I think they need to bowl them out for about 200, yeah, yeah to, to be a really Well, good yeah, if I get them out for 200 a day, that'll be 250 in total. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Or yeah, 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 yeah. I think if they get around that, they're definitely in chance. Uh, if they're chasing anything. 300, maybe, if they bat well. Yeah, but anything after over that, you're just like, they're going to have more than enough time to bat, I reckon. Time's but not going to be an issue. This time's game's probably going to be over yeah. tomorrow evening sometime. Yes, yeah, I could very well see that. Yeah. Bat- batting in the evening, very hard. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will see. Well, Depends on what India wants to do as well. They could bat. If they can get through the night session, they might battle. Or they could battle day tomorrow as well. Oh, if, if they're, I'll tell you right now, if they're batting tomorrow, we lose this test. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but how good test match cricket is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Australia's first game in 12 months. I think India were able to get two out earlier in the year before uh, COVID put a halt on all test match cricket. Uh, the other cricket that's been going on, the Big Bash League, uh, is under full swing. There is a game currently uh, underway between the Hobart Hurricanes and the Melbourne Renegades. Uh, the Canes need 58 runs off 30, 53 balls at present. McDermott and Ingram at the crease. You'd think they'd probably get that. Yeah. The first ever morning game in, a, in the Big Bash. Mm-hmm. It started about 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, Roughly about that. ten. Yeah, between 10.30 and 11 they would yeah. have started. So. so obviously they're trying to get jam as much cricket into uh, today as they can. Getting a big bash game in before the test cricket starts at 3 o'clock. Love that as a cricket fan. I didn't even realise that it was a morning game until yeah. till, uh, Sean points out, that, oh, there's, there's cricket on right now. I said, cricket all day. Sit on the couch and take said, it easy. No, mate. It's a, I said, it's a day-night test. It doesn't start for a few hours. He says, no, there's a, a morning game. So <laughs> unreal. Probably for the boys, reminds them of their junior days, you know, going to the cricket at 10 o'clock in the morning. They probably haven't played uh, short format cricket at that time for a long time. Uh, obviously, test cricket and shield cricket, different story, but playing a 2020 and, yeah, being done at, yep. you know, 2 o'clock's pretty unusual for yeah, them. Yeah, like, we're not playing yeah. on the lights. What is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting uh, by Cricket Australia there. Oh, I love it. Just means more cricket. Yeah. Run us through the, the games that have happened since Yeah, so there was week. five games since we uh, broadcast last. I'll just give a quick summary of each one. Uh, the Hurricanes uh, made 174. They beat the uh, Adelaide Strikers by 11 runs. Darcy Short made 72. Wes Agar the best for the Strikers with two for 28. The Canes look to have this game really wrapped up uh, pretty early. They had the Strikers at 9 for 102, so they needed uh, 70, 73 runs out of their 10th wicket. Seems impossible, really. Enter Daniel Worrell and Danny Briggs. Worrell makes 62 unbeaten. Briggs with 35. The highest ever 10th wicket partnership uh, in the Big Bash. A 61-run partnership uh, takes that record. Unfortunately, they just couldn't get the Bickies with the uh, victory. They lost by 11 runs. And James Faulkner was the best of the Canes bowlers with three for 21. Still close. Though. Yeah, yeah, unreal. I think... Uh, Big effort for I, 10th I, I was sort of watching a bit of this and it was a weeknight and I thought, oh, this is... And I said I went to bed and then I checked the score. Jeez, <laughs> not a bad effort there out of the 10 and 11. Um, and then in game six, the Melbourne Renegades, uh, actually another record happened here. They got absolutely destroyed at the hands of the Sydney Sixers. Uh, 145 run thrashing. Uh, the Sixers made four, wow. four for 205. Josh Philippe, he's 
really good. He's got a yeah. big bash ton before. He went five runs short with a quick fire 95, and Jordan Silk smoked 45 off 19 balls. In return, the Renegades got, got 60. Yeah, uh, bowled out for 60. I think it's the second <laughs> lowest score ever in the big bash. No batsman made more than 13 runs. And Ben Dorsus and Steve O'Keefe were the destroyers uh, for the Sixers. A game to, uh, to forget for the Melbourne Renegades. Game mm. seven came down to Canberra. Uh, the Brisbane Heat uh, made six for 178. They lost to the Sydney Thunder by two wickets in one of the more interesting games uh, of the round. Chris Lynn smashed 69 off 44. John O'Cook and Dan Sams, the pick of the bowlers for the Sydney Thunder. And then with the bat... Dan Sams, after making his debut for the Australian 2020 team uh, in the second and third games against India, mm-hmm. went absolutely ham, making 65 off 25 and steered them to victory there. Jack Wildermuth, the best of the bowlers for Brisbane. Game 8 saw the Hurricanes play again. They made 146, not enough uh, against the Adelaide Strikers. They ended up winning that game by five wickets. McDermott and Colin Ingram both made 46. And how about big Peter Siddle? Siddle. The fourth <laughs> ever uh, best bowling figures in the Big Bash. Picks up five five for 16. That's unreal. Yeah, don't That's forget crazy. about Banana Boy. He is still <laughs> a pretty handy uh, bowler, especially in the short formats. And uh, Jake Weatherald made 68. Alex Carey, 55 for the strikers to steer them f- to victory. And then the ninth game between the Perth Scorchers and Sydney Thunder was abandoned after heavy rain in... Hobart, the Scorchers, had made 158 off their 17. Uh, Colin Munro and Ashton Turner, the best of the bats there, but no result out of that game. Was there another heat game last night? I could be wrong. No. So the last two nights, they haven't played because, okay. of, because of the test cricket. And now there's this game now between the Hurricanes and the Renegades. And there's another game tomorrow. I, I assume it's another morning game to yep. uh, avoid the clash with the... Pink ball test. Yeah. Did you see the Chris Lynn and I can't remember who the other batsmen were had to um, uh, sit in the naughty corner because they well, no, what happened? Uh, they they somehow breached one of the one or several of the COVID rules that they'd kind of put in place. Mm-hmm. Um, so they during the game they were isolating them, so they had to sit off to the side by themselves. <laughs> so they just sit there in the pads, just waiting for their turn, uh, just by themselves. <laughs> the whole game, just lying on the sidelines by themselves. They go foreign leg to foreign yeah. leg in the field as well, <laughs> yeah. staying away. Probably, probably. <laughs> they were, had to social distance from everyone else. So, yeah, that looked like they are in the naughty corner for very, the whole game. Very strange year we're having, isn't it? Well, there, mm-hmm. there was also the chat about Mitchell Stark um, having to self – he um, what did he do? He self-isolated – last Friday before he came over to Adelaide because mm. if he hadn't and he hadn't done that last Friday for the cutoff, um, I'm not sure where he'd been that caused this, mm. but they mm. would have pulled him out of the field yesterday so he wouldn't have bowled because he would have they would have had to self-isolate him again and test him because he, he must have been in the Northern Beaches on around the 11th or something. Uh, okay. So um. they were they're concerned about him. Cause I know so weird after they've already – I guess it makes sense. You want to limit the exposure, yeah. but after they've already been exposed to everyone, like obviously yeah, he would be already been in the locker team bus and locker yeah. room <laughs> and out in the field and giving high fives and squeezing bums. And <laughs> yeah, it's very very strange. But, yeah. but So uh, it's probably – I'm not sure who Brett Lee's commentating for, so it's caused issues for them because he's gone home because mm-hmm. he lives on the northern beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So he's gone home from Adelaide so he can be home for Christmas depending on what happens because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to miss Christmas with his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
of course, they're now down Brett Lee. I'm not sure if he's on Channel 7. I, can't, I think it makes sense if he's on Channel 7. Yeah, I think 7. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of explains why Punter's probably carrying that commentary at the moment. Yeah. Because, mm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's pretty, let's go say with average <laughs> compared to what uh, Foxtel and Slash KO have been putting on. I tend to agree with that. Uh Although after doing a few episodes of these, I have realised it is pretty hard to talk into a microphone for extended periods. True. So, yeah, I I'll just say my personal preference is to watch Fox Sports commentary. Yeah, I I think just the amount of technical detail and they've got a lot more former players and a lot more big name former players. Mm-hmm. Like Punter's hundred percent carrying the seven yeah. commentary. Like yep. it's clear. Um, I don't mind like having Flem and JB and that on. There, like you get the you get the same big bash commentary that you, you mm-hmm. you're used to mm-hmm. seven, but I think just for the when those guys go off and then you know the the other groups are rolling through, they're doing commentary. Too many journos, not enough cricketers. Yeah, they're just not carrying it properly, yeah. or they're just not talking about the right things, and it's like the tone is either you know maybe it's more radio, and it just seems I don't want to say boring, but it it's too dry. The tone's just wrong. Whereas you want like you know. I was listening to Hussey and Warney getting stuck into each other the other night, like the back and forth, a bit more banter. The guys yeah. have played together a bit. Yeah. Um, well, there's yeah. all that chemistry existing exactly. already when you've got guys like Huss, Warney, uh, Gilly, Gilly uh, Mark War would have played with a few of them. Yeah, Mark Howard mm. was another one. Yeah, how we obviously never played them. Never but yes. played, but yeah. I've, I've been I'm around commentary for a long time. Big Mark Howard fan myself. Uh, one of the best journos uh, slash presenters in the game. Uh, yeah. Probably Fox Sports for mine, but well, I think they, they when that channel Channel Nine split happened, they've taken uh, let's say most of the A team that yeah, was Channel Nine have gone sure. over to Foxtel for instead sure. Instead of following it to the Big Bash and that to um, ten and and now to seven, so mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That wrap up our week in cricket just a bit. I believe so. I don't think there's anything else tackle with the cricket can't uh, wait. otherwise can't wait for tonight yeah and yeah day three starts in 30 40 minutes not long at all go what's, the aussies what's going on in the, in the nrl any uh there's been a few rumors uh most mostly rumors of course being the off season um there's talk about uh, as always brisbane gets a lot of media attention there's a lot mm-hmm. of um we call them snitches. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of leaks, the streets, snitches, we, whistleblowers. <laughs> yeah. No, we call them snitches out in the street, yeah. and you know what they get too? They get stitches um, <laughs> or bitches. I forget which one. <laughs> uh, but there, there seems to be a lot of leaks, leaks that come out of Brisbane, and Brisbane, of course, makes the news a lot because they're one of the premier clubs. Like them and the Roosters are probably the top two. Well, yeah, in terms of membership and. And yeah. news potential. Yeah, but the yeah. Broncos always seem to have a little bit. Yeah. So, of course, the one rumour out of there is they're looking to move Matt Lodge, who's on a massive contract at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rumour very much is uh, they're happy to pay out over half his contract, which is about worth 1.6. Mm-hmm. I think his overall deal is like five years, 3.2. That's it. I didn't realise he was on such a big deal. Yeah, because I think he played he played one year on his tiny contract, like he's back into football. Mm-hmm. Um, then the following year they gave him another deal and he did well that year and then he got this big deal. Right. Uh, then there was talk about him being the captain for his Brisbane and then all the hoopla and that came with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, big off-season story didn't end up happening. Um, but, yeah, it sounds like either Walters is – because I think Walters was there when they brought Lodge in too because I think Wayne was around. That was like Wayne's last or second last yeah, year. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that uh, Matt Lodge was brought in. So he's obviously like, yeah, I don't, he's on too much money and I don't think he, he was hurt a lot last year. Mm. He's not providing value. Let's spend that money elsewhere uh, to the point where we're happy to take a big loss on it and get rid of his contract and we'll pay pay out half of it for the next probably four years. I think it's what's money, left yeah. on it there, a lot. I don't know. I wonder what's gone, what's gone on there, you know, if there's been a falling out or yeah. something. His play hasn't been that bad over the last couple of years. Yeah. Probably a little bit quiet this year, but... He was hurt a lot this year, so yeah. that's one of the reasons. I think 2019 he had a pretty big year. Yeah. So whether they're just... I want to get young, get the younger guys mm. in and Lodge doesn't have a future there, who knows. But I don't think there's been any more talk about where he'll going. Um, it's just Brisbane... If they're going to pay half his contract, want him gone bad. Mm. By the sounds of it. So we'll uh, follow up what happens there. Of course, as we said, it is just a big old rumour at yeah. this stage. Yeah. And then... Spe- Le- speaking of big old rumours. Speaking of rumours, the continual rumour, and I think you said this on the last podcast. Yeah, it's been going on for a little bit now. Because yeah. uh, Cameron Smith bought a house on the Gold Coast or mm-hmm. around in that area. Um, there's talk he may retire. He does, I think, have one... No, he's off contract, so his contract's actually ended. Yep. So he yep. could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're saying, well, hey, he's going to come to the Titans and play a year. Um, the Storm um, owner said last week that, hey, I think he's going to retire. Well, if not, he probably plays a year for the Titans maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Big big old rumour. It's one of the uh, bigger ones at the moment. Obviously a massive name, future, the, well, the future guy, immortal. So, yeah. yeah. In yep. some people's eyes, one of the best, well, the best. He's the best hooker, no doubt. Like, oh, you can't no doubt. That. And in some people's minds, the best rugby league player. Yeah. That's a completely massive can of worms that we won't get uh, time to discuss today. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> be very interesting to see if he does have a year up there. Maybe he's just going to retire on the Gold Coast. If I'm Cameron Smith, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just won the premiership. Fuck it, I'm retired. I'm I'm gonna go just spend the time with kids. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm gonna move yeah. home, move back up home, and then take it easy. I think I've said it before on the podcast. You love or hate the bloke, you've got to respect the the um, just the attrition that his body's been through during a, yeah, an illustrious career. Over 500 games uh, between the NRL state of origin and the national team. That is just yep. absurd amount of rugby league, especially playing. His position and even possibly a little undersized as a as a hooker, yeah, uh, yeah he would have made yeah. tens of thousands of tackles. Oh, definitely, and the 100%. amount of work he gets through, like you say, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. so if he does retire, is his next move media or coaching? Good question. Well, because he had that whole big thing with Channel Nine um, a couple of years ago after mm. they painted him pretty badly after the um, I forgot the new Newcastle um, bloke's name is it McKinnon? Yeah, um, uh, Alex McKinnon. Alex yeah. McKinnon, like. Yeah, Channel 9 kind of got stuck into him and, you know, it was all heat of the moment stuff and we won't go into that detail. But he gave him a big cold shoulder to the mm. point I don't think he did an interview with them for about three years. Oh, uh, I didn't realise it went on for that long. Yeah, I think it was a very yeah. long time. Uh-huh. Like it was a very long. So towards, I think it was not last year, maybe the year before, he started opening up. I think he did, might have been even towards the end of his origin career. which I heard, Was that two years ago? Mm-hmm. I think it was roughly mm. around there. Like his last game he kind of... He did an interview before the end of it, just yep. you know, say his farewells, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that, last, was, that yeah. was last season, so eighteen months ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. End of twenty nineteen yep. was his last origin. Yeah. So, and I think it, that was like his first. That was the only interview he did that year for Channel Nine. Yeah, and some of the stuff that was said about that incident, obviously a horrible accident. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yep. Yeah, just really garbage journalism, in, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, no one ever wants that. It was a horrible thing that happened to Alex. It's it, Actually doing really 
well in his rehab. Oh, he keeps going as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think I, I think his wife is having a baby or may have just had a baby. We'd have to double check that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all the best, obviously, to to Alex. But yeah, just really gross journalism to even be, yeah, yeah, saying anything to do about Cameron Smith's mm. involvement. In but that. you could. You could see a much bigger difference this year because mm-hmm. he did a lot of pre-match and post-match yeah, interviews of Storm. Yep. Yep. He was on the commentary for some of the the definitely the Queensland State of Origin, the one yep. in Queensland. He was mm-hmm. there on the on the the cast. I can't remember if he did the other two because I know he definitely did the Queens the one in at Suncorp because he was there with JT and hey, the I don't King and that. He didn't do the other two because they were. Based in Queensland, remember, for the season. Yeah, the, that, that l- makes sense. The latter yeah. end of the season. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't going to go to Adelaide and then, of course, didn't want to go down to Sydney. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the mate said that they're stuck in in Queensland. Uh, so, my point being, he's kind of redoing that, say, relationship with Wynn, getting more involved in it. Mm. Um, interesting to see how he takes to that, whether he's like uh, Cooper Cronk and gives um, some insights, whether... I don't think JT's super great as the colour on his calls. Like, he's good enough, but he doesn't add as much colour as some of the others could. Um, just, but just love his laughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's not, like, I think Andrew Johns is the third colour is kind of what you want to kind of get to. Yeah. Because, you know, I think um, usually the crew, I believe, is Rabbits, Gus, and Johns, I think, are the three. Mm-hmm. Or Johns sli- and, slides and out for Sturlow occasionally. So, yeah, yeah, and Freddie uh, running the sideline. Sideline. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's that third colour position I think is where you kind of want to see where the cam could get to that because I don't think he's going to be running the sideline because no. that's usually the funny blokes kind of position. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Sam Fido kind of thing running along there. Um, Maybe he could have Gus's job. I'm sure a lot of people in Australia <laughs> wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't mind that. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we're getting high, highly speculative Highly here. speculative but I think as long as he keeps progressing, yeah, he, well, he seems, from what I've seen, like he seems good enough he can talk. Talk the talk. Got a lot of stories. Uh, obviously, there's, a you know, again, the rumours about his relationship with Cooper. So whether he joins Channel 9 or Foxtel, because I think Cooper's at Foxtel yep. at the moment. So maybe he doesn't want to go there. Like, who knows? See what happens. From mm. one uh, Melbourne Smith 9 to another Melbourne Smith 9. Yeah. So yeah. I put the loose cheese. Are they yeah, going to move him on? I think so, because I just wanted to. The note I put here is to confirm that Harry Grant is actually going to go back to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So they've confirmed that he will be the nine next year. Okay. Uh, so maybe that rules out a spot for Cameron. So that can, again pushes him more towards uh, retirement mm-hmm. because they're mm. like, hey, yeah, Harry Grant's going to be our nine next year. That's what we're going forward with. Mm. Uh, Brandon Smith is probably a great number two guy. You can come off the bench, play yep. a lot in the second row if you want. But I think they're looking – I think Smith wants to start somewhere, so right. they're looking to move him as well because I think they've got another bloke there that can play nine. Jeez, they have uh, some depth. Though. Yeah, they've always got huge depth of, for, for hookers down there. So, yeah, it looks like he's going to be moved on and talks probably somewhere in Queensland. I think Smith wants to go back up north because I think he's from there originally. Right. As a lot of the Melbourne guys are. They get yeah, fed down yeah. there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And another guy set to leave the Melbourne Storm uh, at the – End of the 2021 mm-hmm. uh, season. We've spoken mm-hmm. a lot about it uh, on the Esky so far. The Fox, Josh Adokar, he's signed, put yep. the pen to paper with the Canterbury Bulldogs. He's on a four-year yep. deal, valued at about $2 million. Uh, probably don't need to spend too much time on this because we've been a... It's exact, exact as we've covered it. Like, Yeah, hot, yeah. hot point of discussion hot, of ours. He's put, he's put pen to paper, so it's official. Yep. 
Yeah. Whether he plays wing or fullback, that's probably the next interesting. Well, he's on winger money there. Maybe he want to play a little bit of fullback, uh, as we've spoken about. Would be interesting to see him in the one. Uh, what's going on in the AFL? Uh, not overly much. Probably the biggest story to come out of the AFL this week was with Eddie Maguire has decided that he's going to step down as president of the Magpies at the end of next year. Mm-hmm. So he's given them 13 months notice, I think, yeah. in total. Because uh, he didn't want to just quit and then they have to find some bloke that's then going to struggle and make a lot of mistakes and always be compared to what Eddie had done for the last 22 years. I yeah, think it'll out. be 23 years by the end of this yeah. season. Uh, huge shoes to fill, obviously. Uh, Eddie Maguire yeah. synonymous with uh, the Collingwood football team. So whether they hire someone and bring him in or they've got someone there they think is going to take over. Yeah, maybe, Eddie, get, maybe Eddie's mentoring someone exactly. there. Exactly, he'll get 12 months of Eddie mentoring to mm-hmm. kind of take over the club mm. um, as president. Mm. Um, interesting kind of timing as well because really there's nothing out there to say why Eddie's made this decision. Of yeah. course, he's been there a long time. He's now in his 50s. 56, 56 yeah. yeah. Uh, whether his commitments with Millionaire and his radio and all the other stuff finally had enough or whether there's a little bit of chat, chat in the background about they're trying to move him on or he's doing too much other stuff instead of focusing on the Magpies who are in a very much a full rebuild at the moment, mm. trying to clear out their lists and get a whole bunch of young blokes in. Mm-hmm. So mm. whether that's part of it or he's not happy with the direction and he's going to move on or just, you know, twenty three years, let's do something different. Obviously a highly polarising figure, uh, Eddie Maguire, so who knows what's been going on in the boardrooms there, if it's yeah. his decision or if it's sort of someone's forced his hand. Yeah, maybe he's getting less less fingers in like the, the club side of it and he's got yeah. more on the, the, so the administration on the house side of it mm-hmm. than, than the roster, I mean. So, yeah, who, who knows really. Uh, maybe it'll come out in the not-too-distant future about why his decision, but at this stage it's just... Said he's going to step down at the end of next year. Maybe Channel Nine needs him to step up his game with who wants to be a millionaire because uh, I tell you what, <laughs> love me millionaire back in the day, but as uh, soon as that uh, Channel Seven got the chase, big fan, big fan, <laughs> much more. It's it's a lot quicker. It's a lot quicker. You get to sh- you know really test your brain with those cash builders and that final chase. Love love me a little bit of the chase. Well, I think that's why Millionaire <laughs> kind of changed their format up so much yeah. over the years mm-hmm. to try to increase the speed and try to make it a bit more faster, etc. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I didn't realize this was a game show <laughs> podcast. <laughs> now talking about how they've improved uh, game shows, but <laughs> mate, yes. on the esky we have a beer and we, we we just have a chat, don't we? There's, there's been a few little uh, topics that have slid in, like U.S. <laughs> politics that probably have no place on this show, but. <laughs> We just try to keep it all uh, yeah. all authentic and all natural. I'm just letting the <laughs> listeners know that I love the chase. Yeah. <laughs> End of discussion. So, yes, we interested to see what the pies and how they look like with their year of rebuilding and what they look like without Eddie there because it's been a storm word. He'll probably still attend every game they play. Oh, yeah, he's a he huge lo- lifetime member. Yeah, yeah lifetime member. Yeah. He'll, he'll always be around the club, just not as president. And um, I'm not sure whether his presidential duties of late have been more on that Definitely that meter side, trying mm. to build up like the membership base and the do you know make the club money versus mm. the, the the playing talent. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, who knows? We're not in the boardrooms. No, the other little bit of I suppose it's AFL related news. Uh, unfortunately, Damien uh, Hardwick, the uh, Richmond coach, uh, and his wife they're parting ways. Uh, it's two in two weeks. High. Um, profile coaches, obviously Nathan Buckley we spoke about last week. Both former players as well. Both former players. We don't want to really talk about personal issues. You know, we wish them all the best. Uh, You know, divorce is obviously a very messy thing. The thing that we Mm. probably wanted to 
have a look at is is just how highly stressful it is to be an AFL coach, and obviously that has ramifications in the you know in family life and. Yeah, well, yeah. you look at both these blokes, you know, both long-term players, both long-term marriages, so they've been yep. around from their playing careers mm-hmm. now into their coaching careers. Mm-hmm. And I'd say coaching is probably more stressful or more time than playing, so... I would say that by yeah. five-fold, five yeah. Yeah, yeah, factor like of two, factor of five, well, something, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more involvement, so... Indeed, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's speculating, but, you know, wives probably thought after they're retiring they might be seeing their husbands a lot more. Yeah, now they've gone yeah. into coaching, they're seeing them even less. Yeah. Um, it, it can cause a lot of strain, and especially on relationships and um, the whole mental side of mm. it. Right? It just makes mm. it all very, very difficult. Yep. Do not envy coaches at all. Not at all. Don't know why you'd want to be one, to be honest. No. But uh, obviously both legends. Uh, Hardwick's got three premierships now with the Tigers. I think Buckley had one and obviously uh, – a stellar career um, himself. Uh, yeah, very sad to see it happen. Uh, yeah, well, that takeaway from us was just it just reiterates this high stress environment of being an AFL coach, and obviously wish those blokes in there and their um, you know soon to be ex wives all the best for the future. Oh, yeah, I was, hopefully the families can they can you know be all mutual and their families can kind of stay together that family unit. Like, yeah, yeah. The kids, they've, I think they both had at least two kids, so. Um, I think they're a bit older, like in their teenage years. Yeah, yeah still, still never nice. It's still never, never nice. nice. No. Feel for them. But yeah, other than that, pretty quiet really in the <laughs> yeah. NFL. It's coming into Christmas. There's, yeah, I don't think they start their preseason until next year. Some of them are probably in the in the um, in the gym, but nothing. Oh no, sure. there's been there's been trainings. There's been a lot of trainings, but they, I think they're all obviously on breaks now. Yeah, yeah the, the AFL draft was probably the last big news out mm-hmm. of that, and. Um, all those young blokes that will be moving around the country getting settled, um, hopefully can move around the country and get yeah. settled with mm. all the stuff that's going on and for sure. be around family for Christmas. And uh, the Rugby World Cup draw has come out. Uh, in Very interesting, the drawing drawing the draw. <laughs> two years beforehand. <laughs> two or is it, well, it's two and a half. Like two and a half, sorry, it is, yeah, well, it's, it's still 2020. It's so about to yep. be 2021. So, yeah, two two and a half years yeah, before the actual uh, World Cup starts in to the, to the France point, to the point where half the draw isn't even finalised yet. So well, it's always like that. So yeah, yeah the uh, all the teams that are guaranteed have uh, been think, picked. Yeah, so it's a twenty t- team comp. Uh, there's twelve teams that uh, are guaranteed, so they've all been put in their groups. Yep. Uh, the Wallabies get Wales and Fiji, which is the same. I group. think it's the same as last yeah. time. Yeah, isn't they had the same group as they did last yeah. last World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but they beat Fiji and lost to Wales, I yeah. believe. Wales are good yeah. these days. Oh, definitely. Yeah, really mm. good. So very impressive out of a country of about three and a half million people. Yep. The Welsh, they love their rugby. They love mm. their sheep farming and their rugby. <laughs> um, so Just yeah. like the New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that's pretty good. And also, love to point out here that uh, Australia's got some of the most I think we've got more sheep. We've got more sheep. Yes, we're a big country, I suppose. But. Yeah, and we have more women. So, yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's probably enough easy uh, sheep jokes <laughs> that need to be made. It's going to be the tenth Rugby World Cup, uh, as I mentioned, hosted in France and Paris to get the Olympics the year after. Mm-hmm. So, big year for the Frenchies. Let's hope by then yeah. this will happen. No more COVID. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God, if we're still dealing with this in two and a half bloody years' time, oh. Jesus. Well, vaccinations and that have started in some places um, with 
We'll see yeah. what the sort of results. Man, I'm giving. If this is still a thing in two and a half years' time, calling up my mate Elon Musk, say, mate, send me on that Mars <laughs> rover. I'll, I'll, I'll go take one for the team. I'm sick of this bullshit. <laughs> Um, and that's about yeah. it for the local sporting yeah, for the domestic news sport. and shit jokes for this week. And I think we'll move international and we'll start with a big one, of course. The only one, only major sport I think in the US playing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. where's the hockey yeah. stuff? We're obviously, disclaimer, not big uh, hockey fans or knowledgeable yeah. with the hockey. I think the basketball's the basketball's, the basketball's next week. So the preseason's underway. We will get into yep. that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think it is uh, one of the only big four sports to be underway at the moment in the States. Yep. Very unusual, obviously COVID effect. Well, they had all four COVID playing in October. So. Yeah, <laughs> and, and this time of the year, obviously baseball's normally finished up, but yeah. you would have uh, the hockey and the uh, basketball running along yeah. with the NFL. Monks, can you just have, just have a look for the hockey? Because I know the Stanley yeah. Cup was later than um, so, usual. They're probably in a preseason or something. Yeah, so they're going, uh, again, a shortened schedule this year. I'm yep. um, hoping to kick off mid-January. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So still a yeah. while off, still a while off. So they'd normally yeah. be a month into their season, as the NBA would be by now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to the NBA in a sec. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. got the NFL results there? Let's big week to discuss week yes, fifteen. Yes. So, yeah. what games did we cover last week? We got so the Rams Patriots game on Thursday night football had we, happened. Yes. Had yeah. happened. So but we, we hadn't had the Sunday. Don't need to worry about that. We just need no. to get through Sunday, Monday. Yeah. All right. So easy. Let's start with Sunday. Let's start off at the top of Sunday. So, first game we have uh, Chicago at home. Smashing uh, the Houston Texans thirty six to seven, and uh, this is a on the Esky classic. <laughs> <laughs> Made some uh, comments about Mitch Trubisky's quarterback play, which had been pretty ordinary. Uh, he went out there and had an absolute killer game here. Uh, he must have listened to the podcast himself. Get some fire in the bellies. Hey, oh, geez, these three idiots from down under don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'll show them, guys. Goes out, throws 267 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns, no picks. The Bears really dominate this one. Well, I think mm. the Bears in this played like they did when they went 5-1 and one to start the year. Yeah, it's, right. you know, play really, really good defense and, you know, get get the turnovers, get the ball back, get lots of three and outs, etc. Um, give your offense lots of opportunities where they can then, and in good situations so mm. they can score points. Mm. And, the Bears did, and Texans have. We said they've improved since they fired their coach, but they're still probably in the bo- bottom ten of the league this yeah, year. Yeah, like def- definitely in the bottom not, ten. They're and not one of the better teams. And this their year, defense so. just mm. isn't the same anymore, no, is it? JJ Watt and a bunch of who? Yeah, um, especially you yeah. know they've got Roby out uh, suspended, Wilfull mm-hmm. of course out suspended, so they're down a few blokes. Um, they lost uh, David Johnson, got COVID mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a day before this game, so he was out. Um, so yeah, they're. Not they're not a great club, so the Bears no. demolished them. Absolutely, absolutely. What was yeah. that next game? Um, well, speaking of demolishing, uh, to continue on, we had uh, Dallas Cowboys um, beating Cincinnati Bengals thirty to seven in Cincinnati. We yeah. all picked this one. Uh, obviously, Joe Burrow's injuries really mm. derailed, derailed them. So. Dampened, yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals, un- otherwise lackluster season. Uh, yeah, we all picked the Cowboys and they took care of business. Yep. Uh, was it the Red Rifle back for this one? Yep. So, so that, that was our point. They've got they of the two teams, they were the one with the real quarterback. So mm-hmm. yeah, they won this game. And mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Allen did okay though, twenty seven thirty six, two hundred seventeen yards. Yeah, not bad at all compared yeah. to Dalton, who had sixteen twenty three for one eighty five. 
Do they run the ball well then? They must have. Zeke oh, they, they, they split it. Zeke yeah. and Pollard split it half and half because Zeke's got a calf injury at the moment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But both teams got 100, 101 yards. On the so ground? On the ground, yeah. So Maybe a bit. A bit. Hard, they, hard, to, hard to defense? pick this game. Yeah. Where, where's those extra points come from? Uh, they, have a, they did have two defensive touchdowns. Ah, uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll yeah. that do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that Cowboys defense, which everyone's been really destroying... Uh, this year, coming up with a really nice game there. They've been better than in the yeah. last month than they were at the start of the they year. But horrendous they've the got a lot of uh, mm. some of the guys that got hurt um, back as well. So they're both their linebackers, Lee and I've forgotten the other one. Van Der Esch. That's the one. Um, they're both back, I think, playing. So getting some talent mm. back on their defense. And could still win the NFC East. They're a game back? I think they're a game back yeah. from the football team. And the and Giants, I think, are yeah. up there. So three. So we'll, we'll get to the results shortly, but there was uh, three wins from NFC East teams mm-hmm. with the Eagles upsetting the Saints mm-hmm. and the football team also getting the win against the 49ers. Yep. Mm. Uh, so next up we had the Miami Dolphins at home losing to Kansas City Chiefs 27-33. Pretty close game. Yeah, well, Dolphins did better than we thought we would. Yeah. Well, they picked off Mahomes three, three times. times. Yeah, that defense yes, is true. actually really good. Uh, yeah, we thought the Chiefs would probably do this a bit easier than they did. Uh, watch out for those Miami Dolphins. If yeah, if they can win another game or two, it looks like they'll play playoff football. And if Tua can just sort of be a bit of a game manager uh, and just sort of rely on the back of that defense, maybe they could get a win in January. Yeah, most likely going to be second in that division, of course. Uh, but this game also for Mahomes uh, opened the window. Well, I open the door a little bit for Danger Russ and uh, Rogers to get back yeah. into the MVP conversation. Yeah, well, especially with Rogers yeah. having another really nice um, day. I think I had a look at the uh, MVP betting from our friends at Sportsbet, unofficial sponsors, still waiting for the call. <laughs> uh, I think Mahomes has gone out to about $1.60, which is the longest he's been in a while, and Rogers mm. is into $2.50. I think they think I think Russ's intercepts probably is going to so that's kind hurt of what, him. That's probably what it brought back because I think – Touchdown-wise, they're all very similar. Yeah, I they're think, all high 30s. Yeah, I think Russ is at, what, 12 intercepts 12 at the picks. Mahomes would go to five, five. And I think Rogers is still on two. two. Yeah, he'd be either between that two and four. He's on four. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think he had a one or two. In the That's why one. we got the Jimmy the Chinaman. He's the best <laughs> in the business. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's, what, 39 touchdowns, four picks, Rogers. No, I think he's a bit less. He's 30. I think he's throwing 39. I'm pretty sure he's yep. throwing 39. 39. 39. Yep. 39 pretty four. crazy. That's a good. Yeah. That's so, again, that touchdown record of – which is 50 or 50, 55? 55. Yeah. So I, think, that's, I think Danger Russ is the only one that will get close to that. So, that's – Three pro- games to go. That's probably not in danger, you'd think. Because I think Russ is on 42 touchdowns? Yes, yeah, so he's got 36 passing. Ah, uh, uh, so that's – Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. 36 passing. So I thought he had yeah. more. The pa- well, he's really slowed down over the last few weeks yeah, because he, he, he was on fire the first And I think eight. Mahomes is – 37 or 38 touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd still think, you know, obviously he's a dollar fifty favourite. You'd think Mahomes should get the MVP this year. Mm-hmm. In terms of what he does that no one else can do, I, you know, I love the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, but Mahomes just does stuff that no one else can do. Yeah. Um, I think he was in my dream the other night. It was <laughs> <laughs> Not one of those dreams. Oh, yeah, I was like, what sort of dream was this? <laughs> no, nah, I, I was just dreaming about football. It wasn't one of those dreams. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he he's unreal, and every single game, obviously, probably 
had his worst game of the season here, getting picked off three times, but an absolute pleasure to watch. What next was our one. next game then? So next game we had New York Giants at home losing to the Arizona Cardinals 7-26. Yeah, we thought this game might have been a little bit closer uh, than mm. it did turn out. Uh, shout out to the Greek freak Chris Pappas. He uh, said the Giants were an anomaly beating Seattle the week before. He said go Cards 14+. plus. They obviously win this game by 19. So if any punters out there followed him, you would have had a little win. Uh, Kyler... Look pretty good. Getting better. He had over 50 mm. yards rushing for the first time, and I think in a month. So, oh, okay, yep. Because um, of shoulder, I think he hadn't been running as much. But with now healthy, getting more healthy, hopefully he can uh, keep it going and uh, help my fantasy team. <laughs> We're going into the first, into, the semifinals in fantasy football yep. uh, this week. Uh, with the 49ers losing and the Cards winning, mm-hmm. probably think the 49ers are done, and there still could be... Three teams from that NFC West, which make the playoffs. Yep. Next one. Yep. Uh, so after that, we had Tampa Bay at home beating uh, the Vikings, twenty-six to fourteen. Defense has sort of stepped up here. Mm. Uh, I think the both teams were able to run the ball pretty well. I think uh, Ronald Jones had eighty. Yeah, then a touchdown, Davin Cook had over a hundred. He's got the COVID now, though. Oh, uh, he's on COVID. Uh, he's whose team was he on? Pappas's. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, Ronald's so, yeah. got the COVID and who, Leonard Fournette hasn't been playing. Who are they going to have? I think LaShawn McCoy and McCoy's still there. And yep. Kayshawn Vaughn. Yeah. Yep. So one of them will get the lead role. You pass. wouldn't think McCoy at his age, he, they sort of use him as more of third down back. Yeah. Third, third, down, back, third yeah. down back. So maybe Kayshawn Vaughn gets the start uh, this Sunday for the Bucks. Uh, Vikings are probably done now, or I think they are done. Oh, they're cooked. Yeah, yep. they're not, not going any further. Uh, and mm. the Bucks should be there in January. Hopefully. Next one. So after that, we had Carolina at home beating Denver. Sorry, Wrong. losing the <laughs> You had one job. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting all week for this. Uh, yeah. Losing to the Denver Broncos, uh, 27 to 32. Much uh, to the enjoyment of Sean Redbeard Gould over here. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And so Drew Lockhart had yeah. the best game, probably not just of this season, but of his career. Yep. Uh, he had well, it's his first four-touchdown game. First four-touchdown game. Uh, he had 280 yards passing, didn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Looked really good. Yeah, it was a really solid game. It was a big step for him. Uh, he took a lot more – well, I don't want to say check down a lot, but he took a lot more of what the defense gave him. Didn't play the hero ball and try to force things. He mm. just, um, if a guy was covered that he was trying to throw it to, he actually brought it down, which was good to see. Um, it's the first time he'd done that, which had led to a lot of his intercepts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was good, which then helped a lot with um, uh, with trying to get after the Panthers' defense because a few of these big plays, like he'd just stare down one receiver, mm. um, draw in the entire secondary and then look away and there'd be a guy Open with so much room. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamler had a good game. Yeah, uh, he he's, twice. he's really fast. He's quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so using that benefit, of course, and the run game supported him enough to keep it going, and the defense played well enough to keep the Panthers. Panthers actually got closer in this game than they probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, in about the third and fourth quarter, Denver um, defense kind of let up a little bit, and then they got two touchdowns to get really back into this game. Uh, but then they clamped down towards the end of the fourth quarter and. Um, Shut, shut them down and got the win. Uh, so, 
Mc, the interesting stories are this: um, Bowles, McManus, and Fant. I think got some form of food poisoning. Uh. So Bowles didn't play. Mm-hmm. Fant played first like ten snaps and then uh, did a run out of the bathroom and uh. wasn't wasn't seen again <laughs> for the rest of the game. Uh-huh. Um, McManus played, missed two uh, extra points. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some jokes floating around that maybe he was shitting himself a little bit yeah. while out there, clenching a bit hard, clenching <laughs> a bit hard. Uh, he's unwell and not playing this week, and they've brought in a kicker from the XFL. So the leading uh, XFL kicker uh-huh. is uh. going to play a kick for Denver this week. There you go. Must so. have been some pretty bad food poisoning. Yeah, because yeah. it it's all illness related. It wasn't COVID related, uh-huh. but yeah, they've obviously all had some sort of team. Well, they've had a meal together, and it's. Uh, the night before, and it's all they've had uh, the same hotel food, and it's yeah. just garbage, and they're all being so, been yeah. sick. No good. So, yeah, no good. But it was good to Not see uh, them get a really good win, and I think they've got like a five percent chance to make the playoffs if they win out. And they finish <laughs> eight and eight. Very unlikely. Believe. But yeah, believe. believe. Just gonna believe. There's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's still a chance. <laughs> yeah, um, but that. Final point out of this, out of all the AFC West quarterbacks this week, um, well, in this this round mm-hmm. of football, uh, Drew Locke was the best. Yeah, Mahomes mm-hmm. probably had his worst game. Carr played. Played. They lost and he, I think he fumbled three times, didn't yep. he? Yeah. Yep. Um, and Herbert's... They, I think they smoked New England. Maybe that was a week that before. That was a week before. No, they, lo- they, they beat the Falcons. They beat the Falcons they just. Adjust, yeah, yeah. They didn't have a... Great game. So, Herbert yeah, lock the pick of the AFC QBs. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, so, moving on, off the back of Derek Henry, Tennessee Titans beat Jacksonville Jaguars 31-10 to 10 in Jacksonville. So, Titans win comfortably as predicted. Yeah. Mm. How about King Henry? Yeah. So, he gets 200 yards again. It's Whoop. the fourth time he's done that in his young season. Is he uh, his young career, I should say. 460 yards short of 2K? Yeah, so with three games to go, again, could could do it. Could do yeah. it. Needs at least one yeah. more 200 run game, you'd think. And I think he's about 200 yards ahead of Dalvin Cook. Uh, so he'll de- definitely get that rushing uh, title barring injury. Um, and, yeah, he's so it's his fourth 200-yard fourth game. Uh, that moves him to third on that list, uh, tied with a guy called LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah, I think there's some chat that... So if he does well this week, um, Vrabel might feed him over the last two games to get him to two K. Really? They'll they'll they'll, yeah. uh, they'll, they'll push. It's kind for of the it. opposite of what you'd think leading into playoffs, but I think he hurts defenders more than they hurt him. True, true, and I think they've got a decent run home as well, so mm. they they could have the ability to feed him a fair bit. But yeah, if they if they get mm. the opportunity, if they're up in games, they're, they're going to feed him for sure and, and trying to get him feed closer to that two K. Uh, and if you were wondering, Tiki Barber is second on that list for 200-yard rushing games with five, and it's actually a tie at first between Adrian Peterson and OJ Simpson, the juice, with six. Henry very well poised to possibly take that out, uh, given his only five years into his NFL career. Yeah, so he only needs one Definitely. more good year, and he'll have that. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Could have it by the end of the year at this rate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would be unreal, uh, and he definitely gets 2K if that yeah, happens. Definitely. Uh, what was our next game there, Jimmy? Yep, so after that we had uh, Los Angeles Raiders at home losing to the Indianapolis Colts 27-44. Yeah, we were concerned about which Raiders would show up here. Yeah. The Colts were 
really good. Uh, we'll tip the yeah. Colts. And the Raiders turn the ball over a lot. Yeah, so, so as help. you said, three fumbles. Did Carr throw some picks as well? Two picks. Yeah. yeah. So. What did Waller get in this game? Oh, he had a big one. Was it this game they had a big one? Because he had a big one yesterday as well. Waller. Because I, I think he... Oh, where am I? I remember I him getting feel... 46 fantasy points, but that actually might have been the week before. He, he did 200 yeah. the week before. One week. Um, so you got 75 yards okay. set off seven receptions. Yeah, not a bad game. But, yeah, it, yeah. Must, it was the week before where, um, yeah, he just went berserk. Mm. And is probably the only tight end that you could utter in the same sentence as Travis Kelsey at the moment, obviously with Kittle being injured. Yes. Yeah, I was yeah. just trying to – so at the moment – and after the game yesterday, he's at 93 receptions for the year, 967 yards and eight touchdowns. Unreal. So I think Kelsey's already uh, – well, he's, got, he's got his bag already. He's got a catch. Kelsey's, Kelsey's leading the league for receiving yards, I'm pretty sure, which is insanity as, as a tight end. And with three rounds to go, uh, if he was to get the receiving um, title, no tight end's ever done that. So – as, yeah. as good as yeah, one thousand two hundred and fifty is what he's on mm-hmm. on the nose. So as, yeah. as good as Tony Gonzalez and um, you know Gronk were at the peak of their powers. Antonio Gates, uh, no one, no tight end has ever led the league for receiving yards. Crazy, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> what was our next game? Yep. Uh, so after that, we had Seattle at home beating the New York Jets forty to three. Yeah, not much to talk about here. As no, expected. No. As expected, we all said Seattle. Uh, I said by 28, they win this one by 37. Yeah. Sean's, uh, Sean said by 100, a little bit in jest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could have probably been, been 100. Uh, well, well, they sat the first stringers at the end of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So you got to remember. So Danger Rust didn't play any of the fourth quarter. Um, Gino came, Smith came in and played from the – I think he had – Two, one or two series in the third quarter. So mm-hmm. uh, midway through, yeah, they, they DZK didn't play any of the fourth. I don't think. And yep. Yeah, they really um, took it easy on them after that. They could have really smoked them. And um, Adam Gaze, of course, gets a pay rise, um, doing his job well. Uh, <laughs> Taking Trevor, that is. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, Gaze still has his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd think as well. Now three games to go, he probably keeps it for the rest of the year. Oh, that, I think they'll fire him in the off season. Bring in the guy that's gonna then lead and um, train up Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. If you'll get a nice um, – uh, he's probably got in his contract somewhere there to get a nice bonus if they get the first pick next year. So mm-hmm. you'll get that nice bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they'll, and then they'll sack him and say, yeah, thanks. Thanks for a good job. Um, we now need a real coach. I didn't realise he was offensive coordinator at the Broncos when, when – Peyton was there. So Peyton was there, yeah. Yeah, so on, Pat, on uh, Peyton's recommendation, that's how he got the job at the Dolphins. Oh. So, um, yeah – Maybe it was just a very good yes man mm. to Peyton. So yeah. <laughs> Peyton, you ran it, and uh, they had pretty handy receiving crews back then as well. That yes, and yes. they had to run the Peyton Manning offense. So, yeah. um, which he'd already done for twenty odd years before then. So. Had a bit of experience. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Omaha, yeah. Omaha. Yeah. Uh, what other games did we have? There's a yep. few. There's a few more to go. So after that, we had Detroit Lions at home losing to the Green Bay Packers 24 to 31. As expected. They probably did a little bit better. So in this yeah, game. Better closer than, game than yeah, what I would have thought. And there was probably a period there with about five minutes to go where it looked like the Lions might actually um, clinch. Didn't clinch they smoke victory? them early and then the Lions kind of got back into this? Yeah, they yeah, did. They so. went out, I think it was like 28 to 3 
Or, or no, 20, um, no, 24 to 3 or something. It was 14 all by half. Well, we have no idea. Well, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> us boys haven't done our research too well. I was watching this game as well, so we're only that in my head. <laughs> I don't know. We just assume well, they smoked them up. Lucky we've got the best of the business, Jimmy the uh, Chinaman. You know, it, it you know was, what? I was, was, I was thinking of the Bears game, they, it, <laughs> no, which was the week before. I watched that as well. And they, yeah. they got an early lead out against the Bears. Yes, this was close throughout, um, and Rogers had another really nice game, uh, putting his hand up for... And I think Tonya yeah. scored MVP. Yeah, Robert every Tonya. in the last three weeks he's had a touchdown. I think so, and he's got yeah. nine, I think, on the year, so breakout year for Robert Tonyan. He did get four in one game, so... Yeah, that tends to help. <laughs> tends to help. Uh, he's good mates with George Kittle, apparently, and, yeah, looking like he'll be off to his first ever Pro Bowl uh, come the end of the season. Uh, Packers also with the Saints... Losing, they go to the number one mm. seed yep. uh, in the NFC, and that is massive this year because of the seven-team playoff system. The number one seed is the only team that gets the first week off rather yep. than the first two seeds. Yep. So yep. it will be an interesting battle there between the Packers and Saints. So, to see so does two will, play seven then? So yeah, so then yeah. two, two play seven, mm. three and six, four and five. Yeah, yeah. How it works after that, I've got no idea. Yeah. yeah. Because then there's three games the next week as well. In each conference. Yeah, because I assume it's probably then reversed because you wouldn't have the winner of two versus seven play number one. You'd no. have, yeah, yeah, they'd play whoever was the fourth seed, I guess. Yeah, we'll yeah. get our head around it uh, in the next few weeks and be able to discuss in depth uh, in a few episodes' time as we come into NFL playoffs. Yeah. Um, so on the Saints, they were away in Philadelphia losing 21 to 24. Jalen Hurts, uh, the first yeah. time he gets the uh, start, start, the yep. official start. Yep, not he, bad. Seventeen for thirty, one sixty-seven yards. Yeah, uh, it was more He's running really the damage well. with the legs. Yeah, he had over hundred yep. rushing yards, rushing and Miles well, Sanders yep. went off as well. I guess. He had a huge run. I think uh, one for eighty run yard. I think there yeah. for Miles Sanders. Um, yep. That Saints defense uh, that we obviously has been a really good defense looked a little bit vulnerable against the run here and yeah probably the upset of the round they played a lot it's probably which didn't help because i don't yeah. think Taysom did enough really to maintain possession like he had to throw the ball on this i think he threw a pick uh, i don't know if they lost the uh, ball fumbling at all but um, it's actually the first time he's had to really throw yeah. the ball a lot and he didn't look that bad he, they they got a lot of he got nearly 300 passing yards they just couldn't really convert it into points mm. uh did you see your boys out for this week? Oh, Mike Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Look, to be honest, it's a consolation game. I don't really care that much. What's wrong now between uh, fighting and COVID and hamstring? hamstrings? I, I and think it's hamstring again. Dear Lord. Or it's ankle. Has he been the biggest disappointment out of a player this year? Uh, maybe CMC. In, yeah. If, if you're going for a fantasy player, the yeah, number one fantasy. pick playing yep. four four games. Well, I suppose Sa year. Saquon ripping his ACL probably hurts, but true. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of a guy that but actually, seems he's been actually has, the last has month. played a lot. Yeah, has potential mm -hmm. to be on the field a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty much cost me a spot. Taking oh. him in the first round. Uh I did have the ninth pick and a lot of the good running backs had gone. I think Dalvin Cook was still on the board. Well, if Cook wasn't, Derek uh, Henry was. Cook, I think, was a keeper. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because, well, I, no, I think Henry went five. So I think by the time you picked. I couldn't, I didn't have a I yeah. think you had the pick of surely, the first. Surely Pep's three months ago wasn't that dumb to <laughs> pass on those two guys. <laughs> Given Mike Thomas's season last year, 
Probably didn't seem like the worst choice. Yeah, it doesn't um, help that Drew Brees got hurt as well the last correct, month. Yeah. So there's chat yeah. he might be back soon. He's playing this week. He's his name starter. Yep. That is ridiculous after breaking thirteen thousand ribs or whatever it was. Yeah. So Dawson, don't change your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I hope you are listening to this, Dawson. I'd rather you win this. Fuck you, Jesse. Good luck to everyone going into uh, NFL fantasy playoffs this week. What was our That's last it. two games? We had Sunday night and Monday. Two on Monday night, wasn't there? Um, no, so we still got three more games to go through for Sunday. Oh my god, I'm all over the shop Monday. today. <laughs> yeah, all over the shop. Yeah. That's all right. We kind we'll of covered two track. of them, I think. So keep going. Yeah, we have. So um, next up, we had Atlanta Falcons um, at LA Chargers losing yeah. seventeen to twenty. Yeah. Chargers find a way to win in this one, mm-hmm. yep. as they did yesterday as well. So yeah. Yeah. starting to find winning ways, which would be good. Matt for Ryan threw three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Unlike um, Matty Alice, turned the ball over like that. Mm. Well, we got had Bowser in his face. Probably didn't help. So mm-hmm. yeah. true. Mm-hmm. He's not a great quarterback under pressure, mm-hmm. as we've noticed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so moving Disappo- on. Di- oh, speaking sorry, yeah. of disappointments, Falcons are pretty disappointing this year. Oh, they've been garbage. This Their year. defense is shocking. Yeah, horrible. But yeah, any uh, hard Gur- division to play in. Yeah, very uh, very difficult division. Gurley's done nothing for him. Gurley, he's been, yeah, probably been been a little bit a little too. bit underwhelming. Yeah. yeah, with knee issues, of course. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on. So moving on, we had uh, the 49ers at home losing to the Washington Football Team, fifteen to twenty-three. We all picked. Pick the football team here. Picked a lot to right. play for. Yeah, That defense is nasty. Yes, and I think that's probably what kept him in this game because Alex Smith, I don't think, played the second half because uh, mm. he's had had an injury to his calf, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the it's hit the calf on his bad leg, like the leg that's had a lot of um, surgeries on it. So uh, took a lot of yep. precautions. Um, he seemed to be moving around O'Reilly's sidelines, um, was there for basically the whole game, but he just didn't play. What is so, it his bad leg? Yeah, because yeah. he's cuff on his bad leg. Okay. Um, so Haskins played the rest of that game. I think they're 50 50 yep. on whether he's playing this week. Right. Because, um, yeah, whether they go Haskins or whether they'll play Alex Smith. Um, Is Kyle Allen still out? Yes, I think Kyle Allen's done for the year. He broke his leg. Oh, ACL. One of the two, or something in something that knee, knee related area. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think Allen's done for the year. Right. So it'll be it either be Haskins who who started the year as the starter mm-hmm. and then lost his job to the subsequent yep. two quarterbacks we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Alex Smith will maybe get the run here, or they might rest him a week. I, I kind of can't though because I really need to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we'll talk yep. more about that who they're facing this week when we get to it. Mm-hmm. That's it. But that's really the only big story that came out of this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Chase Young had an awesome day. So yeah. could be defensive rookie of the year with. Mm-hmm. Um, the stats he's putting up at the moment. I'd say probably we'll get that. Yep. Not bad for a number two pick. Yeah. Mm. Um, so after that, we had Buffalo Bills at home beating the Pittsburgh Steelers 26 to 15. We all went Buffalo here. Uh, Steelers, after going 11 0, have lost two on the trot. Yeah. We were yep. speculating last week that maybe, uh, you know, through ease of schedule and that, they. Not that good a team. Maybe inflated a little bit. Yeah, they still yeah. were competitive in this game. Their defense yep. is going to keep them in them. Mm-hmm. I think their defense is starting to get a little banged up. So, mm. so yeah, we'll have to see how they go. And they, running the ball's been a really big issue for the yeah. Steelers. as well. Well, they had no Connor. I think Connor didn't play in this one either. Yeah. But no, he, he, he did play. Play. Oh, he He's had play? ten carries for eighteen yeah. yards. But still, ca- still getting out, yes. still getting back from his yeah. COVID. So mm-hmm. yeah, so they only had forty-seven yards rushing. Yeah. Yep. 
the day. So don't win I don't many. think Roethlisberger had a good day either. Um, Juju was very quiet. No, in this. yeah. Threw two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, so 21-37, 187 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. They had like 230 yards of total offense. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't win too many games when you Bad put day. up those numbers. No. Mm. Not when Josh Allen threw for 238. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been good. Has been. And, then, and then, of course, the last game, the game yep, of the week. So Monday night, game of the week. So yeah. Cleveland Browns at home losing to the Baltimore Ravens 42-47. to Forget about game of the week. This is just about game of the year. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it has been touted as game of the year. So, <laughs> did you see the last five minutes? It was like, I'm pretty sure it was like 28 all or something with about five minutes to go. And then it was just touchdown, 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 <laughs> touchdown. End to end stuff. Oh, unreal. Yeah. So in the third quarter, Cleveland scored, th- sorry, fourth quarter, Cleveland scored 22 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore scored 13 points. Yeah. But um, had a big lead going into that at the mm, point. Yeah, had a huge lead going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And the, in the dog pound, the atmosphere was going absolutely crazy. The, I think they were at about 30% capacity or something like that. It was actually loud. <laughs> it's good to hear um, a loud football stadium. Uh, Lamar gets hurt, or he has cramps, actually, and he, he goes well, off. Cramps, or did he need to do a big poo-poo? Maybe. <laughs> well, that's the joke. Some food poisoning himself. Yeah, he had to, do, uh, had to relieve himself. <laughs> but it, it looked like he wouldn't play out the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, who was it? Was it Tracy something? Yeah, Trace, Trace McSorley. McSorley. Yeah, McSorley. Yeah. Uh, looks like he he's done for the year, so I think he did his ACL. Poor fella. Yeah, poor fella. And then they're like, well, who's our backup quarterback? Because I don't think they had anyone else. Yeah. RG3, of course, was hurt the week before. Yep. yep. So um, Lam- Lamar puts on his Superman cape, yeah. runs back out. Yeah. Wipes himself off, and there he goes. <laughs> and uh, on that... Uh, and he looked good. Like, was it, it, was the, it was the first play that he was back, wasn't it? Because yeah. it was a third down play where McSorley yeah. gets hurt and Lamar comes back on on fourth and five, mm. rolls out to the right. You go, oh, he's going to run for the first down. Nope. nope. Hollywood Blue Browns Brown. wide open. Tosses toss in the pigskin. <laughs> they score. And then I think Cleveland score again after that and then Lamar has to take him, yeah, take him down at and the score. end. And then the game ends on a weird safety, which is because it was 45-42. Yeah, well, Tucker hits the 55-yard um, field goal to take the lead. Yep. yep so yep. automatic from him. And then, yeah, then Cleveland. Yep. I think they're, they're doing some schoolyard bullshit. Yeah, they went yeah. back about 40 yards yeah. uh, with about 10, 12 laterals. And, yeah, it ends <laughs> on a safety. So. You know what would be interesting here? Some sort of rugby league type. Yeah, if these guys knew how to play, like throw like lateral, that, they, yeah. they, they just don't Dr- draw and pass. None of them have played rugby. So. Every every Australian that follows the NFL always thinks about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. it, obviously it's it's yeah. its own game. It, it the, but if you had, if you played like some touch footy before training, yeah, you could, you, you'd know get a bit of that draw yeah. and pass draw, and, exactly and, and a, mismatch a wrap around, and then they'd be like mind blown. Like, yeah, a little bit yeah. of a mismatch if Hollywood Brown's getting the ball and you know you're drawing and passing in front of a defensive tackle. Yeah. Anyway, it's a little bit of food for thought. It's uh, been done to death, I'm sure, in Australia. Just why don't they just play like rugby? Man? Yeah. It's because they've never done it. That's the reason. Mm. You do no, sometimes on yeah on a kick return or on a um on a defensive touch, like a you know you might see a few laterals and but yeah the, the concepts of cutout balls and wraparounds and yeah. drawing yeah. passes. Yeah, well, you, none of them, they all threw the, you know the like the alley oop kind of pass there, yeah. the hands yeah. like throwing it around. Mm-hmm. None of them you know two hands on the ball. Pass it sideways, yeah. like mm-hmm. they just have, don't have that concept of throwing mm. like a torpedo it, ball or anything like mm. that. Is the concept of passing it? Is it the shoulder pads or wearing the helmet? 
Nah, you could, you could. Well, the quarter, it's the quarter, it's a toss, it's a toss, a sweep play. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, but all that. That's all not a tight spiral rugby league, you know, bullet out from the, from the hookup. To, but yeah, yeah that's none, none of them have done torpedo pass or done like a nine just, to five, pass, just need a, nine to six pass. Like, just get the offload going. Yeah, well, that's all they really do is mm, like yeah. the, you know the pitch or the, the throw. That mm. yeah, none of them, not a single. If you watch all those laterals, not a single one of them threw it with two hands. Like yeah, two handed and pass. half yeah. of them don't hit their targets or anyway. But again, because they don't thought. play like that, they don't practice it. <laughs> yeah, and it only comes out when you're trying to do yeah. something. Maybe if, like maybe if they've got an Australian punter out there and, uh, <laughs> you know. Like if most, they're trying the Australian, to most of the Australian punters start handballing the thing. Probably true, yeah. The <laughs> AFL players, but yeah. But they've probably, you know, those boys have probably played some schoolyard bullshit some yeah. Dutch footy in their days. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. For sure. Anyways. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> um, Interesting finish to a heck of a game. Yeah. Yep. So the last thing, did you guys see Trent Brown's um, face mask from I this? I don't think I saw this. No. What happened? Do you want to just Google it real quick? Oh, uh, no, just the, the design. Uh, see if you can get a picture of it. Um, so I think it well, I think it was last week's game when they played the Colts, but it could have been this week. This week's game. Yeah, clear just the first one. Can you see what he's got in his face cage? So this is Trent Brand from the Las Vegas Raiders. Is yeah. Fist? Yeah. Ah. Well, well, uh, in, yeah. So a uh, bit of... So special made... Fa- so it's actually the design of the yeah. face cage. So, so the, fa- the face cage yeah. is... So it's uh, a fist for, for Black Lives well, Matters. Exactly. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. That's, I thought the league kind of clamped down on this after Ray Lewis had like a thousand bars in his face cage and they're like, hey, you got to use some yeah. you know, manufactured Yeah, I thought you ones. could only... Have a special grill if it was like for a medical, yeah, a medical exemption. Yeah. But but if you protest and you're allowed to do anything, yeah, you, you can't say no to that. <laughs> no, I don't, <laughs> and that's I don't, as far as I'm going to go on that very touchy subject. Yeah, I don't think yeah. uh, Roger Goodell was going to come after him at all for this. Um, no, no, because uh, uh, yes, he, like you say, that he probably doesn't want to touch it. But it's, I think it's cool. Like I thought it was it's awesome. A, Cool sentiment. It does open up a what are the, rule, a, the rules? Rabbit hole to mm, what are the rules? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine but you're playing cool. offensive line? You're lining up. You got blokes wearing. He's probably got like a With black fi- f- yeah, face like visor and then yeah, the blackout the, visor. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got a massive like fist just ready. And he's just getting it pounded in the mouth. Like, yeah. He's a mean <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude, yeah. Trent Brown. Mm-hmm. That is very cool. So that wraps up uh, week. Uh, what was that? Week that was 14. Week 14. 14. So, yeah, Heading start of week, week 15. 15. So yeah. the Chargers beat uh, the Raiders in overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, figure out how to get a win for a change. Um, mm. Bit of a back and forth game. What was the score in that, Monks? It ended up being pretty high scoring, didn't yes, it? Yes, going yeah. into overtime, it was uh, Chargers 30, Raiders yeah, 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any standouts? Um, I well, completely missed this game. Yesterday. So Carr injures, he pulls his yes. groin, and mm-hmm. it looks like he's yep. going to be out a couple of weeks. Right? Did that? Who's in, their backup? Uh, Mariota. Ah, oh, he's back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, they showed him warming up on the sidelines, and I was like, "Who's this old bloke?" Because he's got he's got the greys <laughs> on the side now. You're joking? And then uh, I was he's like, not oh. that old. Uh, no, he's not. But he's got he, you know he's got black hair and he's got the greys now around the yeah. side. Good looking like, bloke, Marcus Mariota. Yeah. He'll be rocking that. Like, and I was like, "Oh, it's Mariota." And yeah. I was like, oh, we'll Imagine there's goes. some George Clooney, salt and pepper vibes yeah, there. Yeah. Not, uh, not a bad football player as well. It's yeah, had a good game. 17 for 28, 226 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then also ran the ball nine times for 88 yards. Boom. Yeah. Which you're not getting out of car. Like, that's no, not, not, no. His, not his MO very much. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a massive game for him. So guys might be looking 
Yeah. Felt, yeah. Well, yeah, that's I mean, he's playing for his job. He mm-hmm. was the second pick in the 2015 draft. Yeah, after Winston. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Yeah, quarterbacks yeah. one and two. Good yeah. recollection there. And he won the Heisman, didn't he? Mm, Mariota? No, I don't think he did. Or am I, am I making things up? Little you, did, you did remind me that that Ravens-Browns game was the first time on Monday night that a Heisman, two Heisman winners playing quarterback playing against each other. There you go. Because mm. I think Lamar – so Baker was the year after Lamar. Uh-huh. So I think Baker was 18 and Lamar – no, that can't be right. 18, 17 for Baker and 16 for Lamar. Hmm. Let's get a list of Heisman trophies with <laughs> perhaps. Mm. Or maybe it was 18, 17. I but anyway. So it was also the first time the Browns won a Monday Night Football in like yeah. 23 years or something. Yeah. Uh, it would have been. <laughs> yeah, if they'd like. <laughs> yeah. But it's the first time they've been on Monday Night Football. In a long time. In a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so who's the Heisman winners? Runners. Yeah, I'm trying through, to find a list. Because I, I don't think they've decided on this year's one. I'm not sure if they're actually going to do one this year. No, I think there is going to be one okay. this year. Yeah. It's the uh, Bama quarterbacks are favorite for that. Yeah. He's had a pretty good year too. Yeah. Replacing Tua. And no one's talking about, uh, maybe won't be eligible for the draft yeah. next year. They've got one of their, I don't know who he is. I just saw a note of one of the Alabama um, wide receivers has had an unreal year as well. But uh-huh. probably helps when your quarterbacks have an unreal, real, unreal year as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Come closer to the date, we'll discuss all the draft prospects for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've yeah. heard it's an, going to be a, another stacked receiving core. Yeah, they're pumping out receivers yeah. left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're slowly starting to see a few players starting to elect to go into the draft as well. So yeah, definitely, definitely movement there. Mm-hmm. Um, so husband winners go. Yep, so Mariota did win it in yeah. 2014. There you go. Boom. Um, you made me second guess myself. <laughs> <laughs> so who was so it runs through the, the last, last six, six years, yeah. 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 Um, so Mariota was 14. Just trying to figure out how this list goes. So after him, Derek Henry, 2015. Yeah. King. Jackson, uh, 16. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jackson before Baker. Yeah, and then yeah. Baker would have been 17. So Lamar played another year after yes. he'd won the Heisman yeah. yeah. at Louisville. Yeah, mm-hmm. on that as well, Winston in 2013 was the winner. Uh-huh. So James Winston, yeah. 2013. From Florida State? Yep. Florida State, and then Mariota, and then they both um, entered the NFL in 2015. And went mm-hmm. one and two, and uh, both backup yeah. slash, I mean, well, no, Winston's a backup as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Saints. Um, so then, yeah, May- Baker Mayfield, 17, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, 18, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, 19. 19, yep. And then 2020 to be uh, awarded to shortly. Determined. Yeah. Yes. On this... The list has either a football headshot or some sort of runway sort of headshot. Mm-hmm. For Johnny Manziel in 2012, it looks like his is just a mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's probably gone through an edit, like, changed it to his mugshot. Johnny football, yeah, yeah. yeah, man, he also played for the Browns, so yeah, mm. yeah. I wonder how much it's was his uh, talent and was Browns management. Obviously, some off the field issues came into. Play yeah, with comes Johnny, to but yeah. you know, the amount of quarterbacks that have gone to Cleveland to die. Oh, um, it's sad. It's a huge it? list. Mm. So, yeah. it's, so it's great to see. List. Great to see Baker doing well this year, yep. and the Browns yeah. will be playing playoff football regardless. You'd think having a bit of fun with it mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So the finish off so. that Raiders and Chargers chat. So Chargers kick a field goal in overtime to win it. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they won three in a row now. The Los Angeles Chargers, mm-hmm. and that's their fifth win of the year, I think. Well, so, uh, yeah, yeah, the one game behind Denver. I think, so one, oh, no, we draw with Denver at the moment. 
So he won't be playing playoff football, but obviously a much more respectable season. Uh, and, yeah, Justin Herbert, back from injury. Well, yeah, they found a quarterback in Herbert, so that's, mm-hmm. that's where you mm-hmm. can build around next year. Mm-hmm. And I think they were pretty banged up in this too. Eckler and uh, Allen didn't do too much mm-hmm. on a bit mm-hmm. of a rep count, mm-hmm. um, which to Pappy's dismay. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, the Chargers are one game behind Denver. So yeah. Denver's 5-8, and eight. Uh, Chargers are 5-9. and nine. Yep, yep. They'll probably be on the same after Buffalo. You could, you would think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in a rare occurrence, we've got some games happening tomorrow. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I think the Saturday time, games. This yeah. time yeah. of the year, that when the college football starts quieting down, I think they do do some Saturday night games Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. in the past. So, there's a two... Um, Two games tomorrow. What's yep. the first one? So the first one we have... Denver uh, and Buffalo. Yep, Denver and Buffalo at Denver. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Denver and Buffalo at Denver. I'm with you, I'm with you. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, you'd think Buffalo. You'd think Buffalo, but we've been saying this for the last three weeks. <laughs> they won all of those. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, so you're saying... Uh, yes, so we're backing Buffalo. Okay, Sean doesn't want to jinx it. <laughs> he thinks they're a legitimate chance. That five percent, five percent chance of making the playoffs yeah. is still uh, in his head here. I, I heard Von, Von Miller was running around the other day. So you're really? joking? Yeah, I think he'd be. He's starting training again. I think that was always um, his time frame. Was he could be back towards the end of the season or for playoffs if he made it? Did, when did he tear his ACL in June? Uh, a week before the season started. So I August. Think. How the hell have they got him back? I think, yeah, no, or it was, uh, no, it wouldn't have been August. It would have been somewhere in July. July. I, th- yeah. I feel like it was at the summer training camp. Like a, yeah, it, it, it happened, it was it was the last day of training camp. Oh. So I think it was the end of July. So like, yeah. and it was like an, a nothing thing. But I don't, it was, no, he didn't do ACL. It was um, something, it was ankle. So it was that thing. Oh, the. This one. <laughs> so so uh, we don't have any videos, so that's making some, for some good listening. Uh, high ankle sprain, no. Or so the, the syndesmosis. So that tendon that wraps around the bottom of your ankle there, uh-huh. it's it's a dislocation. So it's popped out. Right. So, what so they, they back do, to my attempted physio degree, that's a tibialis posterior tendon. Yeah, which yeah. Yeah. so so I think his surgery is they go in, they clean up that groove, mm-hmm. so make it probably a bit deeper, yep. so they won't pop out again. Right, and then they put the tendon back in there. But of course, he's got to let it all heal back up, etc. Very unusual. But it's it's something injury. that they can have a pretty quick recovery on. Okay, so that's why he's coming back. But yes, here I was uh, thinking this whole year that he was at, missed out, out yeah. with an ACL. Yeah, that makes sense. Sutton's out with the ACL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, so he he's definitely cost not playing this week. I don't think he'll play this year because probably what's the sa- point? What's the point? Yeah, yeah save yeah, him. Yeah. Um, I did see it earlier on in the week. Did you see what he did with his surgery scar? I have not. No. I'll bring this up on the TV. Does he put a chicken on it? Not a chicken. Tattoo? Yep, tattoo. Yeah. He's put the Joker face on it. Oh, that is cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So as I was saying how this this tendon runs down and under around the ankle, Mm -hmm. so that's the mouth of the Joker, and then he's put the Joker's two eyes above it. So it makes it look like, have you seen, you know, his big smiley face is his scar. That's a pretty cool thing to do with the scar. Yeah. When was that? December. So, yeah, so I just, I just recently, just but it, like this yeah. week in the news, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But you can see that scar's fully healed there, so mm-hmm. it does look a little bit swollen. Um, but of course, he getting back into match shape. Of course, started a bit of running around. 
don't th- he maybe plays the last game of this year if that they probably rest again him. I'd say rest what's him. the point yeah some great yeah. insights there Dr Gould and Dr Webster <laughs> I'm just talking, I'm just keen about the tattoo yeah it's a pretty <laughs> sick tattoo and a really uh, clever thing to do there with a pretty gnarly scar yep um, so moving on, we've got the next Saturday game, Sunday for us. Mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers at home for um, Carolina. Carolina Panthers. Yeah. I think the Packers do this pretty comfortably. Yeah. I think um, yeah. Panthers can score some points, so mm-hmm. maybe this is an overs depending what it is. The Panthers have been better than their record suggests. Yeah. Um, I've been pretty impressed with Teddy. Uh, I had my doubts at the start of the year. Obviously, they're not winning yeah. a, a yeah. heap of games. They're hurting because they're missing CMC. They're missing CMC a bunch. Still... Their defense isn't that great. Yeah. Uh, but Teddy's been going good, and his um, CMC's mm. backup, Mike Davis, obviously had himself a really nice year. Mm-hmm. He'd um, be on a little bit more money when his contract runs out. Um, oh, and it is three o'clock. <laughs> so the test. That's twelve. What's going on here? It's twelve past three. We've we've missed we've missed the first few overs. Getting too stuck into the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Can go down the NFL uh, rabbit yeah. warren. Uh, so on your point, yeah, I think Panthers are better than their record. They they really need CMC, of course, to help carry that team a little bit. Yep. yep. Of course, he's out. Um, don't think he's playing this week. He may be back next week, but mm-hmm. at this point, like we've been saying, maybe it's not worth it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. If you can get a guy back to play. Week 17, when you're not playing playoffs, what is the point? Yeah. Uh, so we've Ooh, got the another cr- wicket. cricket. Oh, two for 15. Game on here. The wind viz has <laughs> India at 52% and Australia at 42%. Uh, but Coley is not out there. That is very strange. Someone get a scoreboard. Uh, I, I can get the scoreboard up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, see, see what's happening here as Stark's bowling some thunderbolts at Agarwal. So he must have only just got that wicket too, by the way. And wasn't Starkey, so um, either was Hazelwood. Oh, so so uh, Boomerang Bo- got out. Boomerang. Uh, we're stupid. Bo- yeah, I knew. Boomerang was a night watchman, so yeah. yeah. Uh, but I thought Kylie was three, or does he bat four? He bats four. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Sorry. three. Uh, yeah. Boomerang caught and bowled Cummins. So Cummins has the yeah. first two. Uh, India yep. two for 15. Uh, still got, yeah, a guy called Kylie to come in. And yes. the brick wall Pujara. Is out there at the moment, and mind you, this Agarwal's got a good test record. Uh, I think he's only played about nine tests. I think he's already made four tons. He's averaging fifty-seven, so he's no slouch either. Would have been perfect if he got out right at that point. Perfect. <laughs> the curse of the commentator. I don't mind. I'll I'll give them all raps if they get out straight away. <laughs> we digress. We go back over to. Uh, so we covered Saturday. So Sunday. Yes. Yep. Sunday's games. So back across the Pacific. Big, so. big Sunday. Yeah, so first up, we've got uh, Atlanta at home hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa, you'd think. Bucks Even in. without a running game, yeah. I'd Bucks, Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a lot of points in this one. Yeah, you'd think yeah. so. But uh, Bucks D has yeah. been showing up. Well, I think we've said that for every Falcons game in the last month and they and haven't that, scored, and many, they haven't points, scored so, many points. So maybe uh, avoid the line in this one. And i tell you what, the Bucks uh, defense is number one against the run. We've yep. been... Spoken about Gurley's struggles, Edo Smith, bad offensive line. Yeah, I don't know if you can bet unders on total rushing yards, but I can't imagine the Falcons do too much. Uh, also, Brian Hill, I think, is their number one. Brian right Hill, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think he's doing over him too much. No, and uh, especially if the Bucks get out to an early lead, they might just have to pass the ball. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll go Tampa Bay there. Yeah, I yeah. think I think the number one run defense is probably um, 
a little bit of a, a cover because I think they get passed on a lot. So. Uh, yeah, and they they uh, secondaries obviously they've got Anton Winfield Jr. the rookie. He's having himself a pretty nice year. Mm. Carlton Davis and who's the other corner? Murphy Bunting, I think. Um, and Jordan Whitehead, I believe, makes up their secondary. No big names there, and a lot no. of youth. A lot. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're really quite young. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll say Tampa Bay win this, and if they want to be treated like an actual Super Bowl contender, which on paper yeah. that you'd think they are, uh, they got to put away teams like the Falcons. Yeah, they should be the Falcons. Definitely. Next Definitely. one. So after that, we've got Dallas hosting uh, San Fran. Yeah, so San Fran's loss, uh, they can still make the playoffs. They'd have to win out. Uh, so a lot to play for. Dallas also in the same position. Mm-hmm. Probably need to win most of their games to compete with the Giants and Washington. They're a game back, I believe, yep. when we looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely got some talent. If Andy Dalton's there and can play, they can definitely win games. I think I'd pick them in this one. Though the Niners' defense is getting healthier and being yeah. better. Yeah. Um, they're um they're two dollars forty here, uh, Dallas at home. I don't mind that. Yeah, that's although they have been bad. pretty poop this year. <laughs> yes, yes, and Zeke's still struggling with that calf injury, but mm-hmm. Pollard's been pretty good too. So yeah, massive game with uh, playoff ramifications. Mm-hmm. Both teams. I think it'll be close. It's yeah. must win. That that term gets thrown around, but this is a must win for yeah. both games. I think this uh, both teams. This will be probably teams, a very yeah. similar game to the Washington Niners last week, whereas yeah. that 23-15. Yeah, low scoring. It'll be in that, yeah. I think it'll be that, you know, 20 to 24 to, you know, that 15 to 18 kind of range. Like, yeah. It's, it's going to be close. Yeah, I wouldn't be putting any money on this myself. Personally, I'll say Dallas win this just. If Dallas stays on this form, what do you reckon this means for Prescott next season? I think um, they've already said they're going to keep him. Keep him? Yeah, Jones has kind of come out and said, you know, Dak's our quarterback. Yeah. Mm. Have they paid him yet? Because no. I know. No, they haven't paid At him. At the start of the year, he was after a massive contract. So I think yep. they're going to pay him a massive contract, mm. but whether it's got some interesting language in it or there's a maybe a little bit of discount next year and it's back ended. Mm. I um, think, if anything, mm. this season, him being out has increased his stock. Because yeah. you see how bad they've been definitely without and especially their, their offense yeah. just going from one of the best offenses. Yeah, they'll score forty points plus. Yeah. Have had to score forty points mm-hmm. plus, but they've gone the from fir- that to first few weeks this year and all of last year, Dak just absolutely throwing up some huge uh passing yard numbers. Which helps out of a great time. start of the he, season. He's probably yeah. sitting back there going, Oh, you guys gotta pay me now. <laughs> um and yeah, the quarterback carousel uh, that they've had this year, mostly due to injury. Mm. Uh, it's probably a good thing for Dak's argument to get paid a lot of money. Yeah, they'll keep okay. him. Yep. Um, so moving on from there, we will have uh, the Tennessee Titans hosting Detroit Lions. Should be Tennessee. Yeah, Titans. You'd think so. Should. Yeah. Lions got a bad defense, so Henry for 200. <laughs> Do you want me to let, I'll let you know what he's uh, Can you bet overs for rushing? <laughs> well, you can on an on a individual. I think his average at the moment is 140. Oh, yeah. so. That's Craziness, yeah. Helps um, when you have a bunch of two hundred plus games. <laughs> don't have He's averaging one hundred and seventeen odd. Ah, oh, there you go. Yep. Don't have the market here from our friends at Sportsbet. Mm. Fix it up, Hammy Goodman. Fix it up. <laughs> Fix it up. Uh, yeah, Titans uh, by a lot. Titans, yeah, by Titans lot. by a lot. Yep. Uh, Titans by a bit. I'll say. I think Detroit. Uh Stafford's not playing. 
Oh, yeah. Case Daniel's going to be the quarterback. Yes. He, actually, he broke his – we forgot to cover big, that, actually. He broke his ribs news, yeah. in that the end of that uh, Packers game. Yeah. Uh, was actually – he left the field. looks like he was done for the day, and then he was back on the sideline. Uh, he's tough as they come oh, uh, yeah. in quarterbacks. So, yeah, mm. he's done for the year, I believe. And I think rumours are they might be moving on from him as well. That could season. be the end for him in Detroit. And mm. they might have a top 10 draft pick next year yeah. in a pretty heavy quarterback draft. Mm-hmm. You'd say mm. Lawrence and Justin Fields will be unavailable to them, but yeah. then there's... I think there's Wilson. Is it a Wilson? Well, there's that... Um, Who's the Travis guy? Trey. Trey, Trey Vance, I think. Yeah. Trey, yeah. He's uh, at North Dakota State, which is Carson Wentz's uh, al- alma mater, right. I believe. Yeah, I think he's... It's about three or four, yeah. I think, have snuck into that yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. Top ten. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, anyways, we can cover that in the NFL off-season. Yeah. Yeah. Stanford's, uh, what, 35? Stafford, yeah. He's Stafford. actually... I keep, I keep he's saying Stanford. Yeah. Stafford. Yeah. yeah. I think he's younger than we'd think, but he's up there. He's actually... Can you just Google him? He was a number one overall draft pick for the Lions. From Georgia? Uh, a long yeah, time at, ago, though. And for, for a team that's not really done anything with, uh, him, 32, with him there. That's not so bad, actually. 32. Yeah, he's young. Uh, he, he's a pretty good quarterback. Like, his numbers yeah. his numbers have always been good. you got to remember, he played with Megatron, too. So yeah. Then, you know, mm-hmm. He's true. been retired four or five years. Like yeah, a real, real sad thing, Megatron retiring as young as he did. It's the Lions, man. Barry Sanders, retired young. Yep. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there if yep. they want to part ways with him. I think he's been a reasonable quarterback in a pretty ordinary system. Yeah. I th- yeah. If he's, he makes it to free agency, he's probably the top quarterback in free agency. At the oh, moment. yeah. There's no be a bunch of guys yeah. that would love yeah. to pick him up. But I They're think. Definitely a team looking for a starter. I mm-hmm. think, because um, when I looked into this um, with Wentz as well, for him and Wentz both have like 50 million dead cap at the end of this year. So right. mm. trades more likely than cuts, but. They're not going to cut him. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think they can. So they no. can't get rid of him no. contract wise. So it, yeah, it'd have to be trade. Maybe they should just swap, yeah. swap with Philly. <laughs> well, Philly, <laughs> they might be happy with Hertz. So. They are, yeah. I think, yeah, from yeah. from what I've seen. I, I, and I'd probably take um, Stafford over um, Wentz. Wentz at this point after Agreed. this year. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what's our next game here? Yep. So after that, we have Indianapolis at home to Houston. Indy. Indy. On the rise. Seven here. Yeah. Yep. Actually, Rivers is off contract as well. I think he's only signed a one-year deal with um, the Colts. Okay. So he's the top quarterback. Yeah, technically on uh, the market next mm-hmm, year, mm-hmm. but also the oldest quarterback on the market. <laughs> uh, yes, with Brady being contracted for next year. Yeah, yep. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I think Indy win this pretty comfortably. Yep. Okay. Um, next up, we have Miami at home f- hosting New England Patriots. Huge game in terms of playoff ramifications. Uh, the Patriots must win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolphins, if they win, it looks like they will. Play playoff football. Yeah, could go either way for mine. I, I'm going to go Miami. I, I think Dolphins been better. Yeah, compared to what New England's put up in the last two weeks. I think that forty, yep. well, that forty-five nil sm- smashing, smashing of the Chargers. I think isn't really indicative of the way yeah. they're playing. Well, they didn't. What did they do last week? They they, they lost to. So they're coming off the ten day break because yeah. uh, they lost Thursday night football ah. against the Rams, where they did nothing. They did nothing. Their yeah. offense is horrendous. Like, really bad. I wonder mm. if Stidham's going to start for him this week. 
would question that. Yeah, I haven't true. actually heard because yeah, he in that Rams game took snaps. Yeah, and it, I think it, I don't think Cam was hurt. Nah, they they sat Cam, um, mm-hmm. but whether they're going to sit him at all, see maybe what they got in Stidham. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stidham didn't look too bad, but he was playing in garbage time, of course. Yep. Um, yep. Against a pretty good Rams defense. So uh, the bookies have got this pretty close. They got uh, the Finns at a dollar eighty-five, Patriots at dollar ninety-eight. Love how they're both under two dollars. A little bit of robbery if anything to come out of that. It should be save your money. Um, mm. I personally, I really like the Finns at, yeah, the, like the at Finns that too. price. I think the Finns should get a win here. And the they should. Bookies also thinking no points to be scored in this. The over unders is forty one and a half. That's just about as low as they go. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I I reckon the Finns can probably score some points. You this. I, I don't, don't. I don't think New England maybe can't keep. Yeah, I don't think this will be. I, again, I, I'm not probably touching this game with my own money. Uh, that line is just about as low as they go. If you want to go overs, but. Yeah, I don't see there being many points scored in this. Yeah. No. Next one. Moving on. Yep, so moving on. We've got Minnesota Vikings hosting Chicago Bears. Can the Bears still make the playoffs? So the Vikings beat the Bears, I think, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. The Bears are only got six wins now, don't they? But I think... Yep, oh there's a six Who was seven. their quarterback? Um, Foles was a quarterback back then. Dabriskie's mm-hmm. so back there, so... Mitch, of course, is playing for his future. Mm-hmm. Whether he w- wants it a bit more, don't know. Just can't back that Bears offense. But nah. they then put f- thirty points on Houston, and I yeah. thought Houston and Minnesota are pretty similar. Yeah, I thought so too. The Vikings' fit. defense not like they used to be. Yeah. Uh, Vikings actually dollar sixty favorites in this game. Uh, I, think, I think you know Dalvin Cook, of course, going to carry the team. Mm. They've got. Mm. They've got a pretty good receiving core, so they've probably got more talent than, say, Houston does at the moment mm-hmm. on offense. Mm-hmm. So they're going to score some points. Bears D played pretty well last week, first game. They've kind mm-hmm. of played really well on, say, a month. Um, this could go either way, I reckon. Yeah, it's going to be close. Definitely. Uh, mm. I'm not touching this game yeah, I wouldn't get with, near with my own money. Um, if go, I'm back in Vikes just for my boy Jefferson. but Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to go the Vikings too, only because they, we got a pick, but... I think this is a lot closer than that uh, spread yeah, there. Coin, coin toss this one. Mm-hmm. Mm. So next up <gasps> we've got... Oh, Ooh, we've got a wicket. Breaking news. Pat Cummins has three and gets a very dangerous man in Pujara. Uh, For he, a duck. Yeah, Pujara. Quackity quack, oh. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's fired up about it. <laughs> the wall. Replay's playing now. Thanks to our friends at KO. Just a length ball, makes him play, probably hitting top of off, schnicks up high on that outside edge, straight through to Tim Payne. India, in all sorts, three for 15, and we have got a game on now. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're in all sorts yet, because Coley's coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right, Coley's Get coming Get Coley, out. and then, then I think we're definitely in with a big chance. Big time, big time. This is going to be a thrilling afternoon, and can't wait to... Cummins got all three in this innings too. Yeah, yeah Cummins got three for eight. Uh, off his first five overs, pretty good out That's of the number one That's ranked tidy. test bowler. And, uh, yeah, the King Coley comes out to the crease, batting five uh, because Boomer obviously being the night watchman. Uh, yeah, enthralling test match on our hands. Coming back to the NFL. Thanks, I think the last of the early windows, is it, James? Uh, no, there's two more. So we have Washington at Seattle. Oh, I am saying Seattle. 
because I think Haskins going to play. So the I football team's three dollars fifty in this. I think that's value. That's, I, not, that's not too bad. Like, I don't. That's worth a tenner. I think Seattle. <laughs> I do think Seattle wins this, but I think that's real juicy value in Washington. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. the Seahawks dropped a game against the Giants at home two weeks ago, and they've played the Jets. Like, yeah, yeah. always hard. Off good bounce back for them, mm. but yeah. yeah. I think Seattle win this, but I don't mind Washington as a smoky. Yeah, I think Danger Russ is probably going to throw 40 times in this because Washington, yeah. their strength in their defense, of course, is the front seven, not mm-hmm. their secondary. So um, I think that's where he'll try to target and go after him. But, you know. Good matchup. It's good, a good matchup. Good matchup. Yeah, I think the mm. Seahawks mm. should win this. They should. should. And if should. they're serious about going deep this year, again, they have to same this. as the Bucks, they're sort of a team that has probably played a little bit under their potential. Uh, need to be putting away teams like Washington. Yeah, yep. Alex Smith is healthy and plays in this. Different story. Ooh, different story. Mm-hmm. And uh, still can't see them Reckon? winning. I don't. Because I think Gibson's still hurt. I so can't see them winning. All right, but it's just couple it's t- a couple turnovers. That's all they need out of Danger Russ from True. that defense. And, and running the ball, if they can run the ball down their throat. Yeah. Um, what about your clock? Gibson? Your, he's still is he back still, or is he still I think out? He's still out this week. See they. Ooh, and they've, they've just picked up Lamar Miller, which kind of probably doesn't give you much confidence. Hasn't played much football recently. Yeah. They're going to go with JD and um, Peyton Barber. Mm-hmm, That'll mm-hmm. be probably their main two. But Hard to see him winning, yeah, yeah, given that they don't have this their preferred quarterback and their starting running back available. Again, I, I wouldn't be putting money on Seattle at thirty. That's all nah. I can say. Nah, not worth it mm. though. Maybe a sneaky on Washington. If Alex Smith plays, I'd put a sneaky tanner on. Seahawks win. <laughs> trap game. Yeah. Trap game. All right. Next one. Moving on. So we've got Baltimore at home hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Baltimore should smoke these guys. Yeah, the Jags are bad. If, if they play as mm. – I think um, Ravens have really hit their straps in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. They should hopefully – they need to continue, of course, if they want to play in the playoffs. Um, I think they have to win out probably if they want to play playoffs. There's not necessarily. What are they? Are they They're eight and five? Eight and five, yeah. Eight and five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Behind Pittsburgh and Cleveland, and but they're one game behind Cleveland's Cleveland. Nine and four, but yeah, ha- yeah. Can you just bring up there the AFC as a conference because the, there's yep. the North could have three teams get through, possibly a three. That's that seventh spot. It's going to be like the Dolphins, Patriots, depending on. How they go? Well, that's the or, thing. I or think the, the Ravens. I think the Dolphins have eight wins. So we've got Buffalo. The Raiders have dropped off heaps. Yeah, I don't think the Raiders are going to make it. We've got Kansas City's no. one, Steelers two, yep. Bills three, Bills three, Bills three. Bills three. Titans four, yeah, yep. Browns five, yeah, yep. Colts, Colts six. six, and then, then the seventh then we've got uh, Baltimore and Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins are ahead. Sorry, oh, a, a one game ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're they're both on eight and five. Okay, uh, okay. and then the Patriots um, are what we've got. No, Raiders at seven and seven. Uh-huh. Yeah, Patriots six and seven. So a game behind. Yeah, uh, Broncos, Chargers, Houston, Bengals, yeah. Jaguars, Jets. Mm. But there's this is what there's at least three teams there that are on. Well, they they, yeah. they and Finns are on eight, and then they've got of course Cleveland and Buffalo with nine ahead of them. Yeah, so. see, I for some reason in my head I thought the Dolphins were doing better than. That suggests. Mm. Let's assume the Colts mm. and Browns close well, out. Eight and four is great for them. Close right, out. To be there. honest. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. It True. is. But they might miss out. They might miss out. Yeah. Because there's, there's a bunch well, of teams there. Well, and on paper, the Ravens are the best 
team there. Yeah. So that's kind of my point is yeah. I think the Ravens, they like both teams, like Finns and Ravens, probably need to win every game they can in the next three mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. kind of guarantee them that spot. Going to be very interesting that. Yeah. yeah. And it changes the dynamic. Good of them, I think, to, to open up this last spot. Uh, I've always thought it's a bit strange that you'd have 12 teams in a 32-league team uh, competition, I should say, go through to play playoff football. It's like it's like a th- mm. nearly a third, you know, whereas most team, uh, most comps, you have 50% of your teams playing playoffs. I like the move from the NFL. With just, it's more football. Definitely. Oh, my god. Hazelwood, goodness. first ball, gets a wicket. Oh, my goodness. So, Josh Hazelwood is one for none off one ball. He uh, has just got Agarwal, four for 15. Coley's still out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand by all sorts. Uh, Hazelwood's just, an, again, another nice test cricket ball. Line length that's popped on him a fair yeah, bit. it's bounced up. Yeah, that inconsistent bounce that we were talking about. And, again, high on the outside edge and straight through to Tim Payne. Very similar dismissal, actually, to mm-hmm. um, how Pajara just got out to Cummins the over before. Test cricket, how good? How good? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's like 20 minutes, it all changes. Oh, so. big time. Big time. Let's uh, t- tell you what, a little bit of a uh, – I'll keep it quick. All these kids these days that are growing up with 20, 2020 cricket, 2020, but yeah. that's all they'll care about. Mate, this is the this is the best. This is the pinnacle. Yeah. The pinnacle. Enough said. Uh, back over to America. We're you going back and forth, for back and forth. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. A little bit distracting. You can, watch, you can drink beers in the evening five nights in a row. <laughs> the whole uh, day drinking thing gets a little bit lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, of um, course, we, let's, we, let's we finish up this. Well, and we, I do stress we promote responsible uh, consumption of alcohol. That's why I'm on the mid drink these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just back on the Ravens. So the schedule through to the end of regular season. So obviously, Jaguars this will should win this week. Should smack should win. Giants should win. Bengals should. So yeah. that they've got a really favourable uh, finish to their season. If Lamar. Doesn't get COVID slash hurt. If he plays like he did against the Browns, yeah, they're they're, they're playing playoff football. Yeah, that's yep. a that's one of the easiest run homes uh, out of any team. You'd think. You'd think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will need to check on in the Dolphins and their running. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so after that, we've got LA Chargers at New York. New York. Which one? Jets. Sorry. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this week's toilet bowl has been confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Char- uh, Chargers should win this. Chargers coming off three in a row. Uh, yeah. Scoring yep. some points. I think they'll win. Yeah, yeah. and the Jets don't want to win and go equal with the Jaguars <laughs> and <laughs> miss out on Trevor Lawrence, although Justin Fields is a pretty good quarterback himself. I think the Chargers win this pretty comfortably. Mm. Um, and then for the Dolphins, obviously they've got the Patriots this week and then they've got the Raiders and Bills. See, that's, that's yeah, a hard that's one. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Definitely harder than Baltimore. Yeah. Depend, depending how it goes... Uh, if they win out, they could be playing Buffalo in that last game mm. uh, for the top spot in that yeah. division. So, uh-huh. um, uh, Buffalo got to drop a few. Yeah, the, they would. This, yeah, because um, I think they're at they're in at nine though, aren't they? Or ten? Buffalo. Yeah. Um, they ten and four. Ten, ten and three. Ten and three. There's a game. They're they're safe. I think should be safe. But if they lose the next two and Dolphins win the next two, then they're on the same records. Look at that win vids. Uh, thanks to Fox Sports. Australia's back. Up to about 65% on the back of three early wickets here. Um, oh, so 32 what? balls, 33 balls, two runs, three wickets. <laughs> pretty bad. pretty good start it's to a session. Tidy. Yeah. And it, right. It's not really – it's just good bowling. It's not hooping. They're not getting yeah. that much uh, assistance in the air. 
Look, those balls might have deviated a little bit off the seam, but... I think mm. it may be the bounce. The yeah, inconsistent the inconsistent bounce, bounce, maybe. It's, the same, it's we'll always the same story, isn't it? When, te- when teams come out, that's bounce heaps, heaps for, yeah. for a length ball. Uh, yeah, that extra bounce over here really uh, does uh, cause headaches for opposition teams, especially from the subcontinent where the bounce is quite low. Oh, jeez. And Rahane's played a miss there against Josh Hazelwood on the third ball. Whew. The Indians would be lucky to make 50 the way they're going. It's back across the Pacific. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. That's, today, This I'll tell you what, this might be a marquee podcast for us because this is this is on the esky. This is a bunch of sort of younger blokes who have grown up with American sport and European sport, uh, you know, but being delivered straight straight to our TVs via cable, via the internet, uh, and this is what we're all about: getting around yeah. our Aussie sports that we played when we were three or four. Years. Oh my goodness! Oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, Josh Hazelwood has just picked up Rahana. Hey? Five uh, for 15. Caught, caught two wickets pa- in this pain. Yeah, so I think they've just lost three for none. Yeah. India go to five for 15. I don't care who you got out there now. Is Hazelwood two for two for Two for naught off his first over. And it's it's a carbon copy. That one probably a little bit fuller than the other two and schnicks up straight through yeah. Tim Payne. The boys are all blowing up the, the group chats, of course. Oh, yeah. Nicky <laughs> straight ding, ding. into it. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Nicky said he was going to go to the game tomorrow. He's like, I might not be on. No, no, <laughs> this one might be over tonight. Uh, and as I was saying before, Josh Hazelwood so rudely <laughs> interrupted with another peach. Um, this is all about us. This on yeah. the esky. This, yeah. this is this, this is who we are. Yeah, this is who we are. We love our American sport. We love our Aussie sports. We love the games that we. We just love sport. <laughs> yeah, we love all sport. Very typical Australians. We, we might have to start sport. start talking about the uh, Mongolian table tennis <laughs> one day. Um, but no, seriously, just just to finish up on this little rant, um, we love the sports that we played when we were in diapers, and we love the sports that we found, you know, as early teenagers. And I think that that will resonate with a lot of people around this country. Yep. You want to hope so. Moving forward. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> let's finish these NFL games for this week. <laughs> been going on a bit. <laughs> All right, so we should probably have a pretty solid win for Arizona Cardinals at home against Philly. Oh, oh well. no, big, big call. Yeah, yeah. Jalen yeah, okay. Hurts has really turned that team around. Like the Eagles yeah, defense yeah. is good. Um, and Hurts has kind of sparked their offense a little bit. Mm. Um, I still want to back my boy uh, Kyler to have a good game, but... Mm. I think this is going to be closer than a lot of people think. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think uh, probably not that, that much coincidence last week with Hertz getting his first start and then getting a big upset win. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll go cards, but I think it'll be close. I'll take that on board. Yep. Um, so next after that, we've got New Orleans Saints at home hosting the Kansas City I've uh, <laughs> yeah, so we How many beers have you had? <laughs> Too many. <laughs> New Orleans Saints hosting Kansas City Chiefs. Boom. Uh, uh, boom. This is game of the round. Well, maybe. Breeze back. Mm-hmm. Thomas out. Mm-hmm. Kansas City probably need Mahomes would want to bounce. He probably he played well, but he will still want to bounce back mm-hmm. after his three pick game last week. Mm-hmm. Got to keep. Uh, keep the momentum. Yeah, we, whether whether without Thomas can Drew Brees keep pace with Mahomes? Can Kamara Still get in Kamara. there? Yeah, can he get you know ten catches and hundred yards receive and rushing? Like he's probably gonna have to carry it a little bit. 
Can Sanders and Smith step in there enough? Jared Cook got a touchdown last mm. week, so he's yeah. I'm. I think Chiefs still probably win this. The Chiefs should win this. Before the mm. Breeze injury, this is a possible Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl preview yep. before Breeze injury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, was it? He's had a month off. Yeah, about so, that. About that. Well, they, yeah. they were talking about he might have to be two weeks off and he'll be back. So oh, no, they've, they've sat him and say, "Heal, old man, before you come if back." If you if you Has break breaking one rib hurts like yeah. obliterating your ribs like no idea. It's unbelievable that he's back now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. I'll go Chiefs, but I think it'll be close. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of points in this. 40 to 30. There you go. <laughs> Sean's taking the overs. It's always a massive line. It'd be a massive overs for this. Yeah, it's uh, it's always hard with the Chiefs because of their reputation. They're $1.60 favourites to win this game, so not as short as you might expect. The line is 52 and a half. It's high. It, it, very, it is high, but sometimes they're 55, 56 for Chiefs yeah. games. I don't mind that. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still going overs. That. Really depends on how Brees kind of looks when he comes back. Mm. Mm. He will technically, though, have Taysom Hill as a receiver back, so um, they've changed that up. A Very versatile Taysom, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, geez, that was just about a chance there as well. Keep um, going, James. What else have we got in the NFL? Yep. Um, so after that, rounding out Sunday football, we've got New York Giants at home hosting Cleveland Browns. This is a big game for playoff um, hopes Giants yeah. pretty much must win. Browns have been real good though in the last month. Yeah. I'm going Browns. I'm going Cleveland too. Um, I think they are yeah. the real deal. Maybe not super, maybe not Super Bowl winning real deal, but winning a playoff game real deal. They're going to compete like they did against the Ravens last week. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're mm-hmm. top of the AFC like the other the other guys are. No, I don't think they're quite Bills Steelers. And obviously, do they play Pittsburgh before the end of the year? I feel like they might. That'll be a really that'll be nice, a good game. Yeah, I think that'll Cleveland. be a good. That, I hmm. think they do. Oh, yeah. I think Coley's gone. You're joking. Coley's Oh, gone. my goodness. Paddy Cummins has just dismissed uh, one of the best batsmen in the world. India a six for 19. Can someone can someone so, look up lowest test totals? So let's go back to what, what did Pepe say? India are in all sorts. Yeah. So I'm now agreeing with that. I statement. said that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness gracious me. So, 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 so he, Paddy Cummins is four for 12. So that four he just hit, he hit mm-hmm. that in the gap and Cameron um, Green missed it. Yes, yes. And it looks like he's taken, uh, he's gone back gone back to the well and they've got him. So they must have set him up with a bit yeah, of a plan. There. Yeah, a little bit of a plan there. Uh, so the ball before Coley gets four, it's a little bit short and wide outside off. He yeah. sort of hits it with the toe and yeah, gets hits, it away. But. Hits it, it's about a metre wide of Cameron Green's right hand at backward point and... So then let's just it, have a look. Does he catch it or is he a fibber? Ah, uh, so it's actually a different. Oh, that's no. nothing wrong with that. Nothing Ooh, wrong with does that. Does he have two grabs at it? No, I think that's fine. So, so Coley's driving this time rather than playing off the back foot. It actually gets Ooh. Cam Green in his like wrists. Oh, this might be close. Oh, oh wow! Looking at that, <laughs> they're going to have to zoom in on that. He's had two two attempts mm, at it. Mm. Coley, of course, is they've given him out, and Coley's gone upstairs. Green thinks he's got it. Let's have a look here. Yeah, hits him in his wrists. It bobbles up, hits him in the chest. Oh, and then... They've got to zoom that in. Yeah. Well, to me, it looks like his hands are underneath it there. Let's continue with the NFL. This is going to take a few minutes for them to deliberate on. Mm -hmm. Massive, massive decision for the third umpire to make here. It's huge. On field called out as well. So does that... 
play into catches has got to be, you know, without uh, it's got to be some evidence that this ball does touch the ground for them to yeah. overturn it. Don't really see it. It's hard to tell it's, on this. It's, especially with the pink on the arms, kind of makes it a bit hard. We might need to pause the sure. podcast, run downstairs, chuck the sixty-five inch four <laughs> K on, and get a bit of. Uh, That's a better, pic- better picture zoom, quality uh, rather than just the HDMI running KO. It doesn't look like it hits the ground. No, uh, I don't think. I don't think so. He sort of got it cupped it against his chest there. His chest. Yeah, but it's in. It's where in does his, it goes? Oh, where's it's it in his right there? arm, in his armpit. So. No, it's in his hand. It's though. in his right hand. Yeah, it's in his right hand, but where it comes to his right hand comes across and it's in his armpit. Mm. So the ball's like in his armpit. Yeah, I think they've got to give that. I think so too. Yeah. I don't think there's reasonable Because it bounces. Say, you see it bounce back across otherwise. and then it's in his hand. So yeah. I'd say it's mm. catch now. And I mean, we're all arguing the same point here. Yeah. <laughs> Fire goalie. Mm. What, what else have <laughs> yeah. we got? we got to get through uh, this NFL preview. Right, let's, fin- let's finish it <laughs> so, up. So I think he's going yeah, oh, to give this out. He's been given. Yeah, he's going to be out. See Virat, 6 for 19, India. Let's just what monkey Google <laughs> lowest test totals. I think it's like it's something real gross, like twenty eight or something. Um, but this is looks like it's going to be one for the record books. Uh, Saha and Vahari are both recognised batsmen out there. Uh, Ashwin can sort of bat a little bit, but then their their ta- like their quicks can't bat at all. So oh, they threw their wickets away in the first innings. Mm. Have you got? It's a great right, catch. So lowest test totals. Lowest test totals. We've totals. We've got. It's a draw between Australia and India. Mm-hmm. Forty-two. Australia was back in uh, eighteen eighty-eight. Forty-two. See, I was way off. I thought it was less than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then India a little bit more recently in nineteen seventy-four. Forty-two. 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 Yeah, six for nineteen for one, for one innings. Wow. Six for nineteen currently. Man, why not get there? It's got, <laughs> if they may get more than forty-two, but it's not going to be more than sixty or seventy. You'd think that mm. it's all going to depend on these two guys, Saha and Vahari, their last two recognised bats. Mm. Yeah, wow, and it's all unfolding live on the ESPN. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right, let's finish this out. Um, let's see, see if they. Yeah, hopefully so, they don't take any more wickets while we keep going. No, nah, <laughs> hopefully there is. I think this is good uh, listening. So back on Cleveland. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so back on Cleveland. <laughs> So, do they play the Steelers? So, they do play yeah, the Steelers. So, so, Giants this week, Jets next week, and, and then Steelers. That would be a great kind of prelim to the playoffs, I reckon. Who's yeah. the Cleveland? So can you repeat that? Giants, Giants Jets, Jets Steelers. Steelers. They win two of those games. Yeah. So, they will be... T- so, that puts it at 10. 10 and 4. Yep. And then... Uh, 10 and, that puts yep. them at 11 and 4. Sorry. Yes. Yes. 11 and 4. Mm-hmm. And then a massive one and against then, the Steelers in week 17. Yeah. Yeah, so Steelers might lose a few games leading up to. When that. was the last Could time Cleveland won eleven games? Well, going back there. Yeah, so Monday night football is Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. The last uh, uh, Steelers should win that, and so that'll, last that'll take them to twelve. Last so week, take 15, them 12. Pittsburgh should win. They, yeah. I think, they snapped their two-game losing streak uh, yeah. against a quarterbackless uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. yeah, they should. I don't think uh, Brandon Allen's going to do too much against the number one defense in the league. No. no. And then they have the Colts the week after. Okay. Mm. Well, after probably our longest ever NFL. So, uh, <laughs> Lots of segment. interruptions from the okay. uh, That's uh, Well, we're, we're literally watching history un, uh, yeah. unfold here at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, this Aussie quicks are just making an absolute mockery of the Indian top order. Um, oh, man, this is a test cricket. How good. Mm. Uh, staying over in the States, we've got some NBA news to get through. Yep. Uh, the Greek Freak, I'm going to have a crack here. It's very hard. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's better than I do. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Uh, the Greek freak. Everyone knows Giannis. Uh, he's signed a max deal extension. Uh, I think it's 195 US. It's it's the biggest deal in the NBA. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't he, know how the max deals work because I know some of the other guys did the 190 US mil, but it, his is a little bit more. And I wonder I if that's I think it's money owed, I think, gets yeah. included in that. Yeah, 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 so I think yeah, for whatever reason, they've got a max yeah. number. It's just their cap yeah. max. But he's, uh, let, let's put it delicately. It's a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah. It's a shitload of money. And <laughs> he, de- he deserves it. Uh, being by far and away the best young player uh, in the, in the league recently. Well, Luka Doncic probably might have something to say about yeah. that. Obviously different positions. Uh, so the Bucks uh, retain him uh, and will uh, they actually are the second favourites this year to win the Well, they, in, they invested very heavily in their roster to kind of try to please yeah. um, Gannis mm-hmm. as well to say, mm-hmm. hey, like we want you here. You're a core part. We've got some new pieces around you. Mm-hmm. We want you. You know, let's let's make a run of it. Mm-hmm. So, I've, of course, I think he's then you know he's seen seen the commitment they've made to him, and he's rewarded that and gone decided to stay there yep. for big big dollars, big money. Mm-hmm. The preseason's been underway. Um, yep, a few games. So always hard. It's it's very similar to the NFL preseason. You know, it's, there has been a lot of starters playing a fair few minutes, uh, but then obviously they don't play the same minutes. As so it's not like hard. Uh, it's it's no. It's, yeah, they're just. Getting their shots in, trying, you know, getting their trying to build that chemistry with new guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, practice out some of their maybe a few of their players, maybe not any of the like their you know core sort of stuff, but mm-hmm. the 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 foundation sort of pieces just work their way through it. Um, kind of like a sparring session. It's, it's practice. They're, bra- yeah. they're they're practicing this stuff, but against new new opponents. So. For sure, for sure. A uh, a name to keep an eye on: uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. From the Lakers, he had a 33-point game against the Clippers. He's the 46th pick overall uh, from last year's draft. Pretty hard starting five to break into. Yeah, I'm definitely. not uh, suggesting that in, uh, by any means, but they've got a nice bench player there that uh, I think he'll come a long way this year. He's only 20 years old. And uh, you kind of got to think, oh, you know, in a regular season game, 33 points, not much to write home about. In a preseason game, it's... That's uh, unreal. I think the highest ever. They, they don't even know because of the old preseason. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't have the stats <laughs> yeah. for them. They think Wilt Lechilt's, uh Chamberlain had about forty four in a preseason mm. game before. It's obviously not like the regular season where um, guys like Kobe put up eighty yeah. and uh, Jordan had seventy odd in a game. Uh, so thirty three in a preseason game, very impressive. Mm-hmm. And our own Patty Mills, Canberra's Patty Mills, put up twenty four. Uh, he won't be in the starting five this year. Is he playing for? The Spurs, Spurs still, still, still yeah. at the Spurs. So. Uh, he's, he's a good rotational player. Yeah, That's great rotational of, player and yeah. good, obviously, for us Aussie basketball fans to see him uh, getting a few against OKC. Let's leave that for the preseason. Uh, you take it with a grain of salt in the NBA. Uh, the season proper is starting Tuesday the 22nd in the US, so Wednesday morning the 23rd, our time. Perfect for the Aussie viewers, a lot of guys being on holidays. Yep. Uh, yep. The first night will be uh, Golden State Warriors uh, taking on the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Who, That's a big game. Yeah, and the Nets. Bit of a rivalry game there, you'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah, for sure. Revenge for sh- game for a few of the guys. For sure, and the Nets have got assembled a really nice roster uh, to support Kevin Durant there. Uh, they're actually the third favourite for the taking out the season proper at $6.50. Yep. And then uh, the Battle of LA, the Clippers and Lakers. Uh, that's a nice matchup. 
there as the second game. Is Kawhi Lennon still playing for Clippers or has he gone elsewhere? No, Kawhi's Kawhi's still there. there. They've got a a, a really nice team there. Uh, The Lakers, Mm. however, $3.60 favourites to take out the whole thing. Uh, And Mm. great for us basketball fans down under to see the NBA getting underway, even if it is probably two months later than usual. Have you seen the latest kind of Harden chat that's been going on? Uh, they're still talking about Philadelphia. Yeah, and it sounds like they've put um, Simmons on the on the on the um, on the table for this. Really? So, uh, wow. I think Houston was very keen to get a young piece, as we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think 49ers, another oh, 49ers, the 69ers, um, 70, 70, 76ers. 70, 76, oh my god, 69ers. It's some year. Yeah. It's got that's yeah, a shit yeah, name. Yeah. Anyway, Philadelphia. They, they should change it to the 69ers. <laughs> yeah. uh, Philadelphia, yeah, it seems like they've put um, Simmons kind of on the table so yeah. to try and get that deal done. Because I think the Nets, of course, was he Howden's favourite spot to go to, mm-hmm. which makes sense. They've got a pretty unreal roster. Adding him to it would make it, you know, they'd, they'd move from that 650 they're at the moment to, to, to the 350 <laughs> favourites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They'd, they'd be up there. Um, Harden, of course... Uh, Looking a little bit tubby uh, coming into preseason, so had a good off season, by looks of it. Pot meat kettle, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I'm not a professional athlete. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> true. We had even professional podcasts. <laughs> so I uh, give him a couple of weeks, and of course, you'll get the match fitness. And yeah, for sure. I think he's again. He's like I'm playing for Houston, so. Yeah, I don't want to say he's going to mail it in, but he, uh, he wants out. So he clearly yep. wants out. Mm-hmm. Nets yep. is his favourite. Um, the Philadelphia being his second, whether he ends up there, it sounds like Philly have started to start that negotiation. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, yes, we're interested. Yes, Simmons now on the table. Mm-hmm. Simmons in Houston, that would be a big fork in his career. Like, yeah, yes and no, because he loses probably – the players around him, yeah. although well, they, Houston good. had a really good year last year. Yeah. Guys like Clint Capello, like mm. he's got some. They've good. added John Wall as well. Yeah, so, yeah, former uh, All Star. So maybe maybe it's not the worst thing for Ben. No, and well, they're very much going to have to. The franchise will one hundred percent will be around him. Like mm. he won't have a bead there, kind of competing for um, who's the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but. Having said that, the, the Philadelphia very much built the team they've got now around. They've got a bunch of shooters on the outside, and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Bede and Simmons can be in the paint. Mm-hmm. Um, adding another shooter to that roster and Harden, kind of a bit interesting, but yeah, Harden, you know, MVP a year and a half ago. So mm-hmm. like, uh, you always want to add that kind of talent, mm-hmm. and maybe that makes a bead yep. better. Like, who knows? Imagine if they get Harden, though. Yeah. And keep Simmons. If they, oh, I, I, is that possible? I don't think it's possible. I think uh, Houston want too much. Out okay. of, they need they need a player, and who who in the, who in Philadelphia would you put up? Because yeah, that marquee player, yeah, mm, you're not yeah. really going to switch a bead for Harden because I think that hurts you too much. As and very different, yeah, very different. Whereas positionally, yeah, so again, Simmons Harden play different kind of games, mm. but there's. You want that young talent that could lead your team and be your face, which is what more what Simmons' game is. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll keep you posted next week. See what happens. Well, yeah. Otherwise, Harden's going to be playing for Houston for the first few weeks of this year, the first few games of this year, mm-hmm. this season, because year's about to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but see how long he stays there. Whether he, how long into the season he actually stays with Houston. I don't know. Like. 
Would you risk getting hurt too? Like, as if you're hardened. What do you reckon he holds out? If you want out, like, yeah. Then yeah. And it's just not a big deal. Like, if you go out there and do your ACL or, yeah. or your Achilles lift, seems pretty common in the mm-hmm. basketball guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a whole year you're out. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, all that trade's kind of, you know, dry up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe something happens in the next few days. Interesting. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on it. Definitely. Uh, the F1. F1. So, yes. I'll, go, I'll go for my ceremonial <laughs> wee break. The <laughs> uh, last race of the year uh, yep. in Abu Dhabi. Um, on Fight Island. On Fight Island. Well, next yep. to Fight Island. Next well, to. Well, it, it, Fight Island, well, the, the fight bits are very small, <laughs> small part off to the side, um, I believe. So, yep. uh, last race for Perez at Racing Point. Um, yep. So, last race for the season. Last race. Yep. I, I said last race yep. for the season. Sorry, yep. Fuck you, Jeps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he spent the last seven years there f- at Racing Point, which will now become, was Force India, Racing Point. And yep. what are they becoming now? Austin Martin. Austin Martin, yeah. Yep. Um, he did not finish this race, unfortunately. Um, mm. But s- looks like he's signed with Red Bull. So yes. he's actually got a seat in Albon. Uh, will become more of a reserve or maybe get loaned out. We'll see. Yeah, but yeah, yeah we'll he's see. lost his position, unfortunately, for him. Um, didn't really have a strong enough back half of the year, really. No, well, the back half was okay. He did get up in the numbers. I think it was the middle of the season where he had a few retirements, a few yeah. low-scoring Races. Perez had a better season overall, I think. Um, Definitely. Uh, besides the – he had a few did-not-finishes, but besides that, he um, kind of really clearly showed that he's a talented driver and he, he needs a spot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, yeah, in regards to the race, it was pretty of a nothing race. Yeah, none of Top event, order sort of – well, it didn't change really. So. Yeah, I think – yeah, from – from. Oh, I think almost from like one through eight was the same as what they started. Like, yeah, not mm. – of course, they moved throughout the race, but how they started kind of ended um, through the pit window. Like Abu Dhabi really didn't give them enough opportunities um, no. to actually have overtaking. Um, so a lot of people were blown up about, you know, this is what's wrong with F1, that it's a possession and it was boring. Mm. Uh, Verstappen started pole one uh, from there. Um, Hamilton, yep. of course, his first race back since covid um, yep. finished, what did he finish, third? He finished third. F- yeah. Third. Um, and Bodas was in between. So yeah. off qualifying, it was Verstappen, Bodas, Pole, yeah. uh, Hamilton, sorry. And yeah. then that's how the race ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Ricardo qualified 12th, mm-hmm. did work his way up the order to 7th. Yep. Um, really finished strong for um, Renault as well. Renault had a good end of the year. I'm not sure who yeah. finished third in the construction championship. Because um, it was very, very close to end that. So I know Renner had one big week and then Racing Point had another big week the following. Uh, yes. So it was pretty close. Uh, let me double check. Mm. But because uh, I don't know, McLaren, of course, being the other uh, mm. team that was close to that third, they've actually got yep. reported that there's going to be a big US um, investment uh, consortium going to give them uh, big money. Uh, MSP Sports Capital looking to invest three hundred plus million dollars AU. That is big money. So you know, I think uh, for example, I think sorry, I'm mixing my words. I think Mercedes spent like three hundred million pounds though. Um, yep. For one season, so uh, for to compete with them, yeah, I know they're going to put a cap in not next year but the following year to kind of bring that spending down, but $300 yep. million dollar investment. 
um, kind of gives you know that's a third of your racing season covered for money wise. So that's that's Definitely. big. That's big news. So huge um, news for Ricardo, of course. Yeah, moving putting to that it into team. context. Yeah, big news for Ricardo. Um, so McLaren did finish third. Mm-hmm. Racing so point third, was yeah. just behind them um, in fourth, and Renault dropped down a little bit um, to fifth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now that the season's over, I think it's all about. Um, Driver movements, contracts, all that sort of stuff. So, so he, so Toto signs three year extension. So he is going to stay put with um, yep. Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of movement in the Mercedes team. So one of the um, brand sponsors, Ineso, um, upped their investment in the in the team, um, going to one third partner, um, which meant that Daimler, who, so essentially Daimler. Um, Inceno and um, Toto Wolf will all be one third partners. Yep. Toto Wolf had to buy up a little bit of stock. Yeah. Same was sold off. Equal one third partners. Yep. Equal one third partners. So obviously, both Hamilton and Bottas being off contracts will be a very interesting off season for both of them because Toto and Hamilton obviously have that connection. Yeah. My my hot take: if Hamilton wants to continue, yeah. Like if he doesn't retire, like wants to continue, he's going to stay at Mercedes. Yes. So he'll and be I think one of the Toto signing that extension pretty much guarantees Just, that. Yeah, yeah. I think if Hamilton wants to come back, he'll be at Mercedes. Yeah. Bottas, on the other hand, I have a feeling George Russell is going to take that spot. I, I think, think. Yeah. Yeah. George Russell definitely seems to be in a hot seat. Um, definitely outperformed Bottas in that one race. Yeah. Um, unfortunate in the in Hamilton's car, of course. So in Hamilton's um, car. So. Um, but they should be very similar the, the Mercedes cars. You'd so. think so, yeah. Very, but again, young Russell's talent versus older very, talent. Very competitive. Um, I think Bottas and Toto do have a connection. I think Toto used to be a manager mm. for him, so hard to play that one out. But interesting yeah. to see what happens in the next but, couple of weeks. Know, he's only one um, third of the partners of you just talked, so the other two might want yep. to say, "Hey, you, we've got two aging stars." Well, let's let's invest in the young bloke. He's only twenty two, uh, and start bringing him through. So when Hamilton does retire, uh, we've got someone that can keep the team going. Yeah. Um. In terms of that three year extension, though, it is as team principal and CEO. So does have a lot of power. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Does have a lot of control over the team. Um. Outside of that, not too much really happening at the moment. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda, um, mm-hmm. who was third place in the F two this year. Red Bull Junior and backed by Honda takes Kvyat's seat at AlphaTauri. Yep. Um, pretty interesting driver has ascended pretty quickly through the order. So Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. I assume so on that name. Yep. So um, in the last four years, he started in F4, mm-hmm. made his way, spent one year in F4, made his way up to F3, spent one year in F3, uh, spent one year in F2, and now is taking uh, F. F1 seat. Yeah. So interesting to see what happens with So him. he'll be the only Japanese driver. Yep. So and the first one for a couple of years. First one since um, 2014 yeah. after Kobayashi. Yeah. 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 So heading into off season, I guess, again, looking at transfers and contract signings and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. other than that, probably quiet down for the next couple of months. Yep. Um, leading yeah, into the Australian Grand Prix. Is that the first one? Yes. Next yes. season. Which is usually mid March, I think. Little while before any more of the Brum Brum cars. That's it. So that'll wrap up F1 and we'll move into some MMA and boxing news. Um, 
a lot of it uh, rumors more than anything else. Um, there's talk about Fury versus Joshua. Turn your phone off, you can't. I think it's coming from my, um, <laughs> from my laptop. That should be easy to silence. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's talk about Fury, Joshua. They're looking... That'd be th- huge. They're going to have a fight, and of course there's probably a rematch clause in that, so they're looking at two fights back-to-back. Um, they're talking about 500 million pounds in total, which is $880 million Australian. That um, is ridiculous money, isn't it? So I think, paycheck. <laughs> yeah, so I think they're talking, and the first one's probably going to be around the 200, mm-hmm. and then the, the, the rematch, of course, will get more money because you, you draw the eyes and you kind of build up the story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Joshua, of course, uh, defended, retained his title on the weekend, um, did it quite easily, I believe, from what I've seen in that. Uh, he, he's got three of the belts. I think Fury's got one right. of the four heavyweight belts. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's still a unification fight. I think Fury still has to fight someone. Oh, yeah. Wilder. Wilder, yep. <laughs> <He's> got a <laughs> Fury-Wilder three, that would be. I think that's the case. And they're, they're one apiece. Yep. One yep. apiece, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the case, though. I'm not sure what happens with that with Wilder. Um, timing will be difficult. Yeah, the timing of that is kind of difficult. But it looks like there'll be two fights between Fury and Joshua next year um, if Fury can get past Wilder. And I think he might have to fight someone else. He's going to fight some other one, no-name guy, um, before then as well. But How good is heavyweight boxing at the moment? Oh, well, those mm. those three, mm. they're essentially carrying it. So Yeah, they're sort of head and shoulders above anyone else, yeah, it seems. Yeah. But uh, and Fury, of course, demolishing Wilder in the last one, mm-hmm. uh, kind of put him up there. So it's him and Joshua the the next two. So those two have to fight. Maybe Wilder goes away and kind of rebuilds his image, and then comes back, beats one of them. Like it's yeah, it's what you want out of the heavyweight boxing. You want mm. these top guys competing. You want to, you know, more than one guy just completely dominating mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to follow. What about Jake Paul? Oh, man. <laughs> Polarising figure. Yeah, so yeah. We, we were talking about and his, his brother. brother Logan last week mm-hmm. getting a fight against Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. uh, for silly money. So Jake's now come out and offered McGregor 50 mil for a boxing match. Call him man on social media. So yeah. it is for boxing? boxing? I assume boxing, yes. Yeah. He will get murdered in uh, a I agree on that, yes. Slaughtered. Yeah. Um, Again, much he, like his brother fighting someone a lot smaller than him. Yes. Well, not... not not, as so McGregor is bigger than Floyd is, mm-hmm. but Paul mm-hmm. is... Jake is small. Uh, yeah, Jake is bigger than McGregor would be, but also smaller than Logan. Correct, yes. Um, so uh, I think this is closer matchup weight-wise and um, size and reach. <laughs> I think Jake's going to have a bit more, but... Yep. I don't think it matters. Like McGregor's going to smack him. So I hope he takes it. Yeah. And for fifty mil, as if you wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know why he's throwing out that number. Like, not, I don't think he Jake's has a backer. He has a backer. Really? So, so someone backer has backed there. him for fifty wow. mil. Really? <laughs> We're talking about it. Yeah. We are. Wow. So uh, but, and that's that's the main thing yeah. from so, Jake Paul's perspective. So the bit on Instagram, he's just he's got one follow, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, he's following one person, yes. Jake Paul, and it's <laughs> McGregor's fiance. Yeah. But he was getting stuck <laughs> into shit. he was getting stuck into McGregor's missus and saying like, why are you with her? She's only a four. Like <laughs> he's so obviously all in the theatre. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty dog to start talking about people's family, yeah. uh, but that's what he's yeah. made a career out of, is talking shit. Yeah. It's, it's uh, bait. It's all bait. It is all yeah. bait. 
for some, I don't know why here. This speaks to my own prejudices, I get because. Mate, I kind of want his brother to beat Mayweather and then I kind of want McGregor to kill him. <laughs> like, I don't know why that I'm leaning that way. Yeah, uh, Jack's a bit more of a fuckwick than Logan yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. So you, you still want to, you want to see at least one of them get humbled. Like that's what you're after. Yeah, or both. Yeah. <laughs> yes, or both. Um, McGregor though, of course, has Dustin Poirier mm-hmm. in January. Mm-hmm. So of course he's he's preoccupied. So yeah. he's not going to take this, yep. this mid, mid-year at yeah. least. If, yeah. if that... But the other thing is he's under contract, of course, with the UFC. So, uh, so then they've got yeah. to... Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what they did with Floyd is they had to cross-promote, so they mm-hmm. did it together. Mm-hmm. So, And I think Floyd's with Golden Boy, maybe? I can't remember who's his... Pro- oh, he might have his own promotion by now. Um, so, so I'm not sure who's going to promote, you know, do that promotion with Jake Paul. Uh, other thing is maybe McGregor, he, maybe he's only got like... He's doing one fight deal kind of thing, mm-hmm. so maybe he's free to do whatever he wants. But there's, you know, the UFC is another massive beast that's got to uh, take part in this. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting, isn't it, with the rise of social media, how all this exhibition shit talking stuffs oh, well, even got a platform. This wasn't a thing two years ago. Yeah, but you look, like, well, yeah. blame McGregor for starting this yeah. doing mm-hmm. against Floyd. Like I think he kind of kicked this off for the exhibition thing, mm. and you look at what yeah. Tyson and. Um, uh, Holyfield, wasn't it? Uh, Jones Jr. Jones Jr. Jones Sorry, Jr., I yep. got the too confused. There was um, talk it was going to be a Holyfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jones Jr., like, you see the numbers they did and they've made good money out yeah. of it. Like, and it was a snooze fest. Exactly. It was a bunch yeah. of 50 old blokes punching around. Well, so. I mean, mm-hmm. Paul Logan and KSI was sort of that start of the yeah. exhibition, mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. throw your hat in the ring, see what yeah. happens, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. blokes that had never boxed before kind of. Kicking it off and putting on big yeah. events. Mm. I think there was also a big say moment for say YouTube trying to go mainstream yeah. uh-huh. to get more of that. So we've now got that point where like McGregor's done his thing, YouTube's done theirs, and now they're colliding, mm. and that's kind of caused the situation we're in now. Do you think so. this diminishes the reputation of boxing? I th- the purists hate it. Mm. Yeah, uh, mm. I don't think so because I don't want to say boxing's been dead for ten years, but. It's it lost it's, a lot of eyeballs from guys that weren't mainstream. So this put it yeah. back in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So True. it's probably good overall for boxing as a sport going forward. Because um, yeah. now you got guys talking. Well, you take Australian boxing from from moment and the the big yeah. pay per view they had at Bake West on Wednesday. Like that was a big event because mm-hmm. it's got more eyeballs. More people are now interested in boxing than they were even a year ago. Like mm-hmm. it's True. definitely got more eyeballs back on that sp- sport. After UFC probably had dominated for the last maybe decade, two decades, like yeah, they'd yep. um, UFC had been all over it as their premier combat sport. So mm-hmm. boxing is now kind of getting back into there. Mm-hmm. Heavyweights yep. picking up as well mm-hmm. has really, really helped. Um, you know, Canelo down in yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Klitschko's you know dominated the heavyweight for a, a long time. Um, so it's it's yeah, it's kind of really helped that sport and picked it up. And another mm. wicket's fallen here in the cricket. Uh, India really rallied uh, for a seven-run partnership. <laughs> 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 they go from six for 19 to seven for 26. Josh Hazelwood uh, has got Vahari, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's not a good way to get out when your no. team's he's just played it off his pads straight to Manus at mid-wicket. Yeah. Didn't hit it down. He hit it – that's he's a just spoon fed it. Didn't really, hit it ord- at all. really ordinary dismissal in Test match cricket. Uh, it was, I have it, to see the replay. Well, I it, wonder if it 
It was Saha the keeper, not Fahari. Uh, so three wickets. They need to make 17 runs to get over that 42 to avoid going in the history books as the lowest total ever. Yeah. This is Ashwin comes out though, so it's gonna be a challenge. Ashwin can bat. Ashwin can bat. He likes to throw the bat though. So and then, the, like I said before, uh, Boomer's already out, obviously. So yeah. it's only Shami and uh, Yadav to come. Oh boy, this yeah. could, could get really ugly. Mm. Ashwin, that's one of the better number eights in the world coming out. Probably the best, actually. He's made four Test hundreds, averages twenty eight. They're gonna, they're gonna need some of that. Don't, I don't really care how, I'll good, be, I'll be how good you are when you come out at seven for 26. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if this ball that Hazel just bowled um, had a bit more pop in it, whether it got up on him a little bit. Yeah, it might have done, but it just, it just looks like a stupid shot to play in that situation. Anyways. But I'll be some, there you go. Last time, 42 versus – for India, so, 42 So that's India's yeah. own records. Uh-huh. Yeah. 42, yep. 58, 58. Um, and – Obviously, that 42 was against England in 1974. Not obviously, because probably not many people <laughs> knew that one off the top of their heads. <laughs> um, where do we get up to? The boxing. So, so we've just yeah. talk, we just mentioned uh, Wednesday night at Bank West. So what, I think what happened? I, I didn't watch this live. So uh, they were on the undercard, they actually had, um, they say, the fight of the year, um, two of the... <laughs> Has he schnicked him? Oh my goodness, Ashwin, after I pump up his tyres saying he's the best number eight in the world. <laughs> Looks like he schnicked one first ball through to Tim Payne of Josh Hazelwood. <laughs> going uh, to review. Going to review that we're watching with this with no sound. Everyone behind the stumps goes up. The, <laughs> the bowl has gone up. No huge deviation on this, but it'll be interesting. No, no deviation. Ha- Hazelwood will be on a hat-trick as well. He'll be on a hat-trick, and he's four for three, if you don't mind, yeah. if this is good. Great seam position. Doesn't need to play at this. Oh, oh. man, he smashed that, I reckon. Oh. <laughs> Just, he's, got, he's hit ooh. nothing else, so if, if there's right. anything, the, it's, yeah. it's yeah, the bats, ball. The bat's a long way from the pad, and I reckon visibly that's deviated. Although... Oh, nothing on oh. the spot. Is there a little tickle there on the outside edge? Hard to say from... Hotspot swings it back to the Indians' favour. There doesn't seem to be too much. Schnicko. Oh, yeah, yeah it's it's there's something there. 100% when it hits the... Yeah. Yeah, that's out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Patrick Ball live unfolding on yeah. the esky. Let's try and wrap up. Um, <laughs> Boxing. What okay. happened in this gallon? Hunt fight. So there's a good uh, fight on the undercard. Um, I can't remember who was it, but they went absolute wall, m- multiple knockdowns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think they ended up going to decision, um, judges' um, decision, of course, uh, and I can't remember who won. Anyway. The co- <laughs> good insights. <laughs> the, the main events, so Gallon yep. versus Mark Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, Gallon gets the decision, uh, but he ate yep. some absolute bombs from uh, from Hunt in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did well to probably stay up. Yeah, good chin um, on him. Yeah, yeah. So some people were um, actually scored this for Hunt, mm. saying that the judges kind of got this wrong. Um, Hunt did more damage. Gallon did more work, which is I think what we all kind of thought going into this. Mm-hmm. Gallon, yeah. of course, was always going to outwork and outpoint Hunt, mm-hmm. uh, which was the case. Mm-hmm. Hunt, I think, was only given one round on this. Um, most said he run probably two. Um, and he did yeah. have some good shots and others, so he could have possibly snuck up the four of the six. Yeah, so I think two two of the judges gave um, Hunt one round, and I think one gave him two rounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But he in the second round, uh, he absolutely hammers Gallon. Gallon said afterwards, if he'd come after me, he probably would have finished me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But Hunt, Hunt kind of took it slow and methodical. Um, definitely showed the power there. Still at 44, like he still can throw hands. Um, mm. But, you know, Gallon gets a win, unfortunately. Doesn't get humbled. Um, afterwards, he calls out Whitaker. Uh, Rob Whitaker, that is, who fights at 185 pounds. Um, a lot smaller than yeah, Gallon. Gallon weighed in, I think, at 104 for this fight. So that's kilos, two kilos. kilos, which is 240. Yeah, 235. Yeah, mm-hmm. between so, that 230, 240. So, yeah, got an easy 40, 50 pounds on him. Um, so maybe Robert, maybe, maybe, maybe Robert gets the 200. But, yeah. It's, well, maybe Robert should say, yeah, I'll fight you at 185. Yeah. Gallon will look weak. Gallon will have to lose well, a ton of weight. Sounds so dumb. Uh, as we talked about, uh, Whitaker's the number one contender in that division at the moment. What? Yeah, he's not. Yeah. And, he can't, and, he, and the UFC is going to go, nah, I, no, nah, get fuck fucked off. Yeah, yeah, he's UFC contract. Whitaker's entertained yeah. the idea, but UFC is obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this it all stems oh. from some uh, podcast that Whitaker did, not ours. Um, <laughs> where we might get you on next week. Yeah, well, yeah. where Gallon calls him out, and mm. well, no, uh, someone asks him, "Would he fight Gallon?" If he asks, and he goes, "Yeah, of course," mm. but Gallon's not going to want to fight me. Mm. And and I think he had some laugh after it, and Gallon's like, "I didn't like his laugh." <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I'm se- I'm sensing some animosity <laughs> between yourself and Paul Gallon. Oh, he played for New, S- New South Wales, so fuck him. <laughs> Obviously, the other two members yeah, worst, on the SKU. Worst Queensland team ever. Fuck you, Gallon. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't mind Paul Gallon. <laughs> uh, what? So what actually happened between the two boxes on this card? Ah, so uh, Tim Tazoo being the the actual feature of this, who no one yeah. actually talked about for the four months nah, leading up this just, fight. Yeah, he'd be uh, a little bit pissed off for, about it, yeah, you, you'd think. Fighting Morgan, um, who was Kiwi, who's on a bit of a run at the moment. Uh, yeah. You know, solid boxer, but it comes out smokes him. Like, mm. with, within the first, like, I think, 30 seconds of this fight, like, um, you know, they kind of stand it off, and then uh, I think Tazoo hits him. Yeah, no. He knocks him down within the first 30, I think. He hits him with like an uppercut, knocks him down. Morgan gets back up. Um, Suzuki just comes forward and smokes him with a right hand, right right hook, and he just goes straight down and it's all over. And that's all she wrote. Yeah. So who's he going to fight for this world title? So know? not sure yet. yet to be, but it's confirmed that he'll get the world I title think, fight? I think he's super welterweight and the current um, holder is in Brazil, mm-hmm. stuck in Brazil because of COVID, mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. leave. Obviously, so he can't. Brazil been ravaged by yeah, COVID, so he can't defend. Mm-hmm. So they're going to strip him of the belt. So he'll. So That's rough, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very rough. So uh, of course, I think he'll probably have some unification kind of thing in the future. He'll probably get an attempt once COVID clears up in Brazil and he can get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he'll. So. Um, team's going to fight s- someone for that vacant belt is the, is, um, the most likely uh, fight. Um, interesting, uh, after the fight, uh, Michael Zafara mm-hmm. um, actually confronted um, uh, Tim afterwards. Zafara, of course. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah, yeah fights yeah. at middleweight, which mm-hmm. is the, the next one up. The, the weight up from where mm-hmm. um, Tim is actually fighting at. Uh, Tim, I think, blew him off and just said, hey, mate, i got a world title fight to fight for. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, Safara actually coming off a loss to Joe, um, to Jeff Horn, so who Tim had beaten uh, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. 
I think Tim's probably done with Australia. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, Michael, go so. go back in your box. Yeah. Um, you're not getting that Tazu fight. Um, I don't. A lot of loudmouth approach to yeah, yeah. fighting at the moment, isn't it? It's oh, you got gen- where you build up a lot. Yeah, you got to generate eyes. I, like yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. Like we said before, Again. I think the the purest probably the book. You know, guys our dad's age probably aren't appreciating the this new young generation and their yeah. bloody yeah. pale ale beer. Bloody, you, you <laughs> maybe blame McGregor a little bit for this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, well, Ali, go yeah. back to Ali. Like that's that's it's that that approach. Yeah. McGregor's probably yeah. the first one to do it since two thousand. That really done it really well. Yeah, to, yeah. You know, to the, I think in terms of like cross sports or yeah. that outsider coming into the sport, yeah. McGregor's definitely paved the way for, for sure. That. But and you have to think back in the day as well. If you wanted to talk shit, you did it in a press conference or. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, these days you can do it from your bedroom or it's everywhere and anywhere. Camera phones, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. To, yeah. to the point, like you know, that Israel Johnny Jones fight uh, was looking like it's probably Israel's next fight because he's not going to fight Whitaker because mm. Whitaker's mm. won. He's like, well, that does nothing for me at the moment. So, John Jones, who's been bulking for heavyweight, if uh, you're going to go, back, back I don't know whether, whether it's light heavyweight because Bones is never getting down to middleweight. So, mm. Mm. Um, yeah, again, none of the stuff all kind of coming up, but. Yep. Tim Jazoo is going to go fight for a world title belt. That's probably the main thing. He smoked Morgan in this. Looked yep. really, really good. Um, only had a, under a round worth of work, so, so not much you can talk knocked about. Knocked him out after 114 seconds, so less Un- than two minutes. Under two minutes there. He's pretty good. Yep. Obviously, you got the pedigree there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, um, I think he it didn't, it wasn't a shot, but he sent it off to his old man. It's just like, did you like that one, Dad? Because, <laughs> you know... He's uh, old man, very well known for his finishing power, mm-hmm, and mm. Tim not so much. But mm-hmm. uh, um, and which, of course, also is what you need to get into that international um, uh, appeal and bracket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is you want you, you got to finish guys because that's what people draws eyeballs for sure. Uh, so you know to get that huge finish now, really looking for a world title fight. You know, send it out to his old man. Is like, hey, did you like that one? I, I guarantee he liked that one. He would have big Costa. Fighting out of Rockdale, New South Wales. Can you bring up UFC 256 results? Yes. Because um, that also was on the weekend. Yeah, a little bit under the radar in, in terms of a you know, main event for the UFC. Yeah. I don't want to say it's yeah. a, it was uh, maybe because of the featherweights were the main main card. No, they don't yeah. draw as well. No, and in terms of big name stars, yeah. probably a little bit lacking. Obviously, still UFC main yeah. event. We'll quickly report yeah. on it. Should draw it up for us, Monkey. Put yeah. it on the S- screen for me so I can right. see it. Let's put it on the screen. Um... So, start yeah, at the bottom. Interesting. Start at the bottom. So I think uh, heavyweight um, Dos Santos, like some of the actual big names you've known in the past, mm, loses yeah. gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um, heavyweight that can happen. Who is this Cyril Gain? He's seven and zero oh now. Yeah. He well, looks pretty good. Say newcomer to the UFC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's had seven fights in the UFC. I think he's no seven mixed too. martial arts professional fights. Yeah. Uh, he's probably one to. Keep an eye on. Yeah. Junior getting a little bit older now. Definitely. Got yeah. a lot of tread on the tyres. So mm-hmm. he had a, was on a bit of a run um, end of last year to leading into this year. Mm. I don't. I think that's kind of died off again. So I think he's... Former heavyweight uh, champion, mind yes, you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Holland, who's come up and coming in the middleweight division, knocks out um, um, Jackariah, mm-hmm. uh, who's, again, probably on the same sort of path as Junior. Missed his window of opportunity for a middleweight title fight. Unfortunate for him. Um, never really got that chance. Um, now having a few losses and with Holland coming up, 
I think Holland's probably another fight or two away from a title fight against Israel mm-hmm. or against whoever's got the belt at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the chicks, the strawweight? Yeah, so um, Mackenzie. Um, Mackenzie Dern. Dern uh, okay. wins this by decision. Um, she's had some issues with uh, making weight. I think she made weight in this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um not a she she's a big name because she's a bit of a looker let's put it out there um, <laughs> trust you to pick up on that uh but um she usually wins by submissions didn't cause she's got a, a black belt and a bjj mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but goes to the decision in this one points decision there yeah uh, Tony Ferguson dropping a fight to Charles Oliveira is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming yeah. off that huge loss to Gagey where he got toweled up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and actually went into that fight as favourite, I believe, against yes. Gagey. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, so two losses from two now for Tony yeah. Ferguson. After missing but out on the Khabib fight too. So I feel yeah. like that Gagey fight wasn't that long ago. Three months maybe? No, well, Gagey fought Khabib month or so ago and lost so that maybe, maybe it's mid-year five, I think five, it was mid-year six months ago yeah time flies nah obviously not for Tony Ferguson uh, Charles Oliveira uh, looks to be well, a bit of a bounce back mm, for him he's mm-hmm. kind of been floating around in that middle tier of yeah. the top 10 for he goes a quite a while eight. he's getting on in age as well yeah, a little yeah. bit so I think it was meant to be kind of I don't want to say it's a tune-up fight or a rebound fight for mm-hmm. Tony but yeah some reports that he kind of maybe came on into this one a bit undercooked or wasn't focusing on what he needed to. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he ends up losing this one and that's another step back for him. Mm-hmm. And then b- before the main event, so Cyril Gain, he is ranked number seven in the heavyweight division. Yeah. yeah. Where, is where's he from? Is he, uh, he American? is from... American or Caribbean? Uh, testing me here. He is... Ooh, you... Never would have guessed this. Give France. me it. Oh, he's French. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, is the heavyweight division pretty light on at the top there? Well, Stipe's not doing anything and Francis Nangano not doing anything because Stipe's mm. not doing anything. Mm, mm. Um, so there's not much movement, hence why Bones possibly is going to come up and walk straight in there. Mm. Outside of that, um, Rosenstrike and uh, who else is floating around in there? I think a lot of the oh, – I think it's, you know, outside of those top two, everyone else around there's just been bouncing back and forth between yeah. wins and losses. Like no one's really had a clear run to kind of get into that conversation of yet. Rosa mm. Strike was, but then Nagano ended that. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of quiet in the heavyweight division, which is unfortunate, especially uh, Stipe's kind yeah. of been holding it up. They need those guys fighting. Like you want heavyweight fights going on because it's the premiere of UFC, of course. Yeah. Everyone wants to see the big boys bang. Not so much the featherweight guys, but mm. interesting in this one, uh, these guys coming off, uh, both guys fought at UFC 255 three weeks ago. Jesus. So, yeah, quick oh, really? turnarounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they fought to a draw. So a five-round, 25-minute oh. war, and they fought a draw yeah. in this. So Pretty rare occurrence in the yeah. UFC, yeah. finishing in a draw. Yeah, that's it. So obviously, this is the flyweight title bout between Deverson Figueroa and Brendan Morano. Morano, yeah, Marino. Yeah, so Deverson, uh, I think, will retain, of course, with a draw. But whether they run this back or not, in a month's time, like yeah. <laughs> if these guys are in camp, <laughs> quick like, turnaround. Yeah, maybe another quick turnaround. Unbelievable. Because um, I don't think there's anything planned for UFC two five seven yet. They might have one or two fights. Because mm-hmm. um, the 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 next three fight nights, uh, the next one's booked, but the next two after that are kind of, you scroll up, Muggy, 
um, a little bit uh, light on at this point. It's just so you go up, so you just click it. Um, it's because Thompson's yeah fighting Jeff Neal mm-hmm. tomorrow. Jose Aldo's yeah Jose Aldo fighting uh, Moralo Vieira and the bottom um, uh, as the the co-main in this. So that's some big names. Um, but otherwise, yeah, Greg Hardy, former NFL player. Yep. Keeping his run going. Ma- against Marcin Taibura. Yeah. No name. Um, so, and I don't think he, you can't uh, pick the next one because I don't think it's been officially booked yet. It's pretty light no. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you go to Wikipedia, you can kind of see it. I think there's like one or two fights on this card. So the cards in the new year, in 2021, are still a bit light on. Yep. Uh, we'll finish up with some round ball over in Europe. In uh, soccer. Yeah. yeah. Touch on the EPL. Might want to bring out this cricket over? No, it's still going. <laughs> yeah. So we've had the cricket off screen for about four minutes. So <laughs> the way this game's been going. <laughs> Seems Another like No, nah, no wickets. No, no, no yeah, that's been a wicket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> India 9 for 36. Oh, man. Six to go. Yes. This, we could be witnessing hits, history unravel here <laughs> live on the Esky. India's inning might end before this podcast ends. It may, <laughs> it may do. It may do. Long podcast for us boys today. Yeah, very long. It's going to be our longest one. Obviously, there's been a lot yeah, been going on the cricket for on live. Uh, I don't mind it being <laughs> going so long. Uh, Cummins is bowling to Mohammed Shami. Oh, she's oh, nearly picked him up there. All right, let's try and get through uh, a little bit of soccer news. I, I want to talk about uh, Arsenal first losing to Burnley. Um, yeah, that was when was that? That was last. Yeah, so, so since since our last podcast, they've had a loss and then they drew with Southampton. But the Gunners are coming. Gunners, <laughs> Gunners are coming fifteenth. Yeah, they're so bad. Like at the really bad. Yeah, um, still early in the season, but no one comes back from there and plays European football or wins titles. Well, they lost to Burnley and then they drew with Southampton. Southampton, Southampton yeah. are playing good this yeah. year. Oh wow! Uh, so. Cummins has just hit Shami in the head. He's gone to sort of hook him and then pull out at the last second. Um, some other big teams been losing slash underperforming. Chelsea lost to Wolves and Man City drew with West Brom. Um, so I think Chelsea's in sixth and City at ninth. Wow, Chelsea uh, falling down a little bit. Chelsea's yeah. down in seventh. Seventh, seventh. seventh and ninth? Seventh and ninth, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, two massive clubs, two financially uh, very successful clubs, Uh over a, th- a third of the way through the season now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to struggle to be playing European football. Um, Leeds put five on Newcastle. They're looking pretty good coming up. Yeah, um, pretty good so far. Everton got over Everton. Leicester 2-0. They're both having a good season. I think Leicester's fourth and Everton's fifth, something like that. Yep. And yep. United got a last-minute uh, lucky win against... No, actually, that wasn't last minute. That was... Early on, they win against Sheffield 3-2. They go to sixth, so they've been clawing their way back up after a pretty ordinary start. And the game of the round, one versus two. Uh, Liverpool win 2-1 after a last-minute winner from Roberto Firmino. The Reds had 76% possession against the second-best team. Uh, They had like 11 shots on target. On target, 18 total, something like that. So Hugo Lloris kept uh, the Spurs in in (laughs) the game. Uh, it's probably going to be Liverpool's again to lose this year. Uh, although it is early stages, uh, they're looking mm-hmm. like a really good team uh, following their uh, first championship last year, league title, I should say, in a very long time. And uh, the Champions 
Champions League playoff berths. Uh, the draw was announced. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach get City. Good job. Thank you. There's a mouthful. <laughs> Lazio get Bayern Munich. Atletico and Chelsea. That's a really nice match up there. Lipsick mm. and Liverpool. Uh, that could be a little bit of a danger one for Liverpool. Lipsick Lips- a little bit sneaky good. Mm. Porto, Juventus. You'd expect Juventus to get up there. Yep. Probably the best matchup, Barca and PSG. Yeah, that'd be a good game. Yeah, a Sevilla good get Dortmund and Atalanta have got their work cut out against Real Madrid. Big time. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, Champions League f- uh, playoffs to get underway coming yeah. up. Is that When does that kick off? Oh, I, uh, you got the Google there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, not this weekend. No, it's pr- no, probably New Year. I New think year? it's like mid-January. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, uh, off, off the top of my head, yeah. Uh, three English teams still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, three Spanish teams. Uh, no, four Spanish teams. Mm-hmm. Um, three German teams. Yeah, so yeah. be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, we'll definitely follow that along. Mm. And I think City should be able to get over Mönchengladbach and Liverpool should be able to get over Leipzig. Chelsea mm. really have their work cut out uh, against Atletico, but you'd Probably expect two English teams in that uh, quarterfinal stage. Yep. That just about wraps us up. Uh, we could stay here and just watch <laughs> the cricket, really, and go live to air. Yeah. Uh, India, Chuck? nine for 36. So we'll report on how this test yeah. match finishes. Uh, unbelievable to see it all unfold in front of us here in, what, the space of an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So Sharma, is he... Shammy. Shammy, Shammy, sorry. Mm -hmm. Is he right-hand bowler? Yes. Well, he's just copped one on the right arm. Yep. And right on like his middle of his wrist. I hope he hasn't broken it, but he's not real comfortable. No, they've gone out and wrapped wrapped it up. Yeah, Yeah, it's sort of like mid-forearm. That's Um, going to be a huge loss if then he can't bowl. If he can't bowl. Yeah, Yeah. he's having a chat now with a physio slash doctor and... Had a bit of bit of break in play. Is he going to retire? I wonder if he's going to retire hurt for them to imagine that. Oh, it's all all happening. He's in all sorts. He's working that forearm. Mm. Yeah. Well, while they have a quick look at him, uh, we will wrap up because that is us for the podcast. We did cover all the cricket that led into this week. Then we had a little bit of NRL and AFL news, uh, the rugby draw. Uh, then we were rudely interrupted throughout the NFL chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then a little bit of NBA news, uh, the last race in the F1. Uh, we talked a bit about the what's happening in the boxing world and, of course, the UFC and then finished up with the round ball in the soccer as yep. the cricket, possibly India innings, wraps up because he doesn't look too great. He doesn't I wonder, look yeah, too I wonder if he's broken a bone there. Though. Yeah, he's, he's in a lot of pain. Uh, thank you, thank you. If you're still here yeah. after nearly three hours, yeah. our longest crack so far on the Esky. Obviously, crazy time of year uh, with with sport uh, here and overseas. Uh, we we'll hope to see you next time yep. on the Esky. The yep. NBA will have kicked off, and we'll have a result here from the first test, plus all the usual goodness uh, and week fifteen of the NFL. Yep. Thank you, boys. Thank you for coming out. Absolutely, absolutely marathon, and it looks like Shami is retiring her. Wow! So India, India will finish with the lowest test total ever, thirty-six. Unbelievable! And that is on the Esky. Bye. Bye. Bye.